and welcome to the Taken Podcast. I'm your host, Truth Lives, and uh, today I'm joined by my co-host, uh, King Kai. How are you doing today? I am doing fucking great, bro. Beautiful. How are you? Beautiful. You know, I can't complain. It's a, it's, it's a Friday. I mean, downside is I've been stuck at home, so you know that you know how that works. Yeah, <laughs> not able to not able to make that make that fucking money, you know. I know. I know. Yeah, exactly. uh, you're, oh, it sucks. You're bad from working the corner, bro. Seriously. Shut up! I don't work the corner. You do. <laughs> wow. All right. Nah, well, true. Truthfully, in all honesty, it's probably going to be this guy who we have on. You know. Probably. Probably. Um, before we get started, I want to welcome all of our new members that joined this past week. There's been quite a few. I know we had. There's a second client that's actually gotten pretty big. I think we're at, like, what, 22 members now, I believe? Which is pretty cool. Some shit like that, dude. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's wonderful. I have two pages on there now. Um, <laughs> so, glad you guys have your aboard. Um, let's go ahead and talk about that. So, if you are interested in joining and you, you can't join the main clan because it's, it's full, uh, just look up the Brotherhood of Kells um, or contact... Uh, Myself, TFB Truth Lives, Big Panda 47, or TFB Ghost, and that is a uh, zero instead of an O in his name. Um, and they will send you an invite in game and we'll get you all set up in there. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, today we are joined by TFB Valor. He's one of our many members in the clan that we've been wanting to interview. Uh, you know, he's just been busy. He's been, he's been playing a lot of Xbox, a lot of PC. He kind of runs back and forth right now. But um, yeah, so how are you doing, Valor? I'm very tired, but here I am. Yay. Uh, I need more enthusiasm there, brother. Oh, shit. <laughs> you talk all my enthusiasm. He's what we call the the enthusiasm ginger. See, truth, here's the thing. You gave me all this candy, but like, there's no promise of anything, and I about choked on a sucker, so great. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that I, I, I technically didn't give you any candy. This is all your own candy. This is not mine. This is yours. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, that's what they call candy given to somebody else. It's no longer yours. It's mine. And you gave me this candy. I didn't so give it to you. Candy. I didn't have any candy. Like, Dude, I'm sitting here with a and everything. I like white band, free candy. I got all this candy, but nothing else. You have my affection. Sure, that's what I don't think anyone wants that, dude. <laughs> wow, that's messed up. <laughs> dude, I, I, I'm pretty sure your wife don't even want that, bud. Wow. Yes, wow. Candy. Truth is just insane, and I trust him enough to take his candy. Please do not get in a white van with somebody who gives you candy. Pretty much don't trust anyone who's offering you candy unless it's Halloween. Except for Truth, but he's insane. We don't count him. Wow. Yo, kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> He, he is an so adult who has a child and a fucking wife. Well, uh, who, well, we say wife loosely on this one. Wow. I cannot suggest anyone taking candy. This is actually my candy, but uh, it's a bit. Okay. He told me to say it. I'm I did proud. not tell you to say anything. <laughs> yes, it's a, you're relieved of your duty, bro. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. Well, I'm trapped in his basement. I'm his editor. Help me. <laughs> uh, dude, if you're his editor, you did a fucking terrible job on um, catching that. Um... Dude, you try to work oh. with gun pointed to the back of your head and tell me how good you're going to be. Yeah, you did. If you, if, you, if you were my editor, you missed that copyrighted music that was on my stream the other day. It was uploaded yeah. on YouTube with that. With the copyright you, you tried to work correctly with a gat to the back of your head. Tell me how well you're going to work. Uh, flawlessly. 
no, no, okay? It don't work that way. <laughs> if I got a gap sitting in the back of my head, dude, I'm going. I'm working my <laughs> ass off. I'm freaking out. I'm over here like, he's got a gun. And then I turn around, and then I realize it's not truth. It's his kid. He's teaching his kid how to torture people. Wow. All right. Well, I'll leave that one. <laughs> before we get off too, tar- too far on a tangent, um, I'm going to go ahead and give you a rundown of what we're going to do. Um, we're going to cover an interview with uh, Valor. We're going to learn more about him, see what he does off, uh, off in work. We're going to talk about some movies and entertainment we've been, do- we've been watching, you know, stuff like that, reading if we've been reading. Um, we're going to talk about the show topic of the week, which I, at the moment we've got a few topics we can talk about. Uh, we may not cover them all just because some of them we, you know, we can't really judge anything yet. Um, then we're going to cover the, uh, the, the, the TWAB. And everything going on with that. Um, then we're going to cover some other gaming news. Um, answer a few questions that our, cl- our community has asked. And put our music into the playlist for the uh, the thing. And then end the show. So, Hell yeah. Um, y'all are ready for this. We'll go ahead and get started on this interview then. All right. Hit me with your best shot. All right. Well, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself then, Valor? I am a human burrito. I am a meat popsicle. I am one of 88.5 million people, and I am, again, I'm a human meat popsicle. Beautiful. All right. Interesting. I don't know what to say I'm going to correct you. <laughs> I don't know Nobody what to say to that. <laughs> I have no idea what to say to that. that you're amazing. I love you. You're a beautiful human being because these two obviously don't get the fifth element reference at all. No. They don't watch movies. No, I, I don't. Well, truth movies. doesn't. I've never. Seen I, 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 I never, I never really liked the Fifth Element to actually fucking um, watch. Isn't it. that that so. alien movie that has Bruce Willis in it? Yes. Okay, that's what. Multi Yeah, I've never my, seen it. My wife loves that movie, so I've watched it like a thousand times. Nice. Well, do you actually want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Is that to make a reference? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. Uh, oh we all know that one bro i'm a a human being obviously um i come from the planet moon uh unfortunately it it, it might be there's this hot three-eyed woman and she keeps telling me to shoot shit and i don't ask questions moon's haunted moon's haunted (laughs) god if i actually had my gun i'd click it right now Oh, Mostly, I, I, I just kind of, like Truth mentioned prior, I jump back and forth between console and PC. Um, I just kind of float, really, right now. I work so... Oil rig jobs are insane. Sometimes I'll work a day, be off the rest of the week, and then the next week I'll get a day off, and then it's just nonstop, just over and over and over again. So there's multiple days to where I just don't exist to the world and I'm dead inside. That's okay, dude. I'm kind of there with you. Dude, fucking all of us are at this point. It's the time of year where everybody who has a job is screwed. Or, well, yeah. I'm out of work right now. You know. Well, yeah, you're screwed because that fucking, um, um, what, COVID test you, you had it to? Um, someone that I was in close contact with on Friday of last I week. I had to take a COVID test. And was that positive, test... so I, I ended up having to get a COVID test uh, yesterday. It I've, came back negative, I've mind you. It did come back negative. None of us, my family did not got, get, did, none of us got COVID. It did? But work, did. Um, my work's policy is required that we just wait the 14 days 
still. So. Well, yeah, it made, it made sense. Yeah. Just in I case didn't... you did contract it, even if it's um uh, rare for your family to get shit like that, you know, oh, yeah. gotta be gotta play on the safe side, you know. Oh yeah, no, no, don't right, want people yeah. don't want people getting don't want people getting sick and fucking um dying, you know, because that that that's just a that's just a, a downside all around. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. For anybody who has to get those tests, those things are uncomfortable. Actually, you know, it. to be honest with you, I had so I've gotten a COVID test twice now. This is the second time I've done it. The first time they actually did do the the so far in your sinus thing all the way in the back. This uh, this one was a rapid test, and they basically just swabbed the inside of my nose for my for my for my mucus or my bo- my boogers. Seriously, that's all they did. Yeah, no, they gave me the deep throat action all the way down my fucking throat, and I was in tears, and I was like, Dude. ah. I have COVID because I don't ever want to do this again. Dude, dude, try having because it's the same. I hate to say it, but this is stupid, but it's the exact same test. The flu test is. So I had a flu test that same day. They did both of my nostrils. I ended up getting a bloody nose because of it, because they've got a weak nose. And then I go and go to the COVID test and it ends up getting me another bloody nose. Oh yeah. Those are all in one day, all in one day. See, I didn't get a nosebleed. My nose was just runny as sin afterwards, and well, I kept yeah. feeling like I was about to throw up because the, the lady who did it apparently thought my uvula was, like, the most erotic thing in the world yeah. and really wanted to smack it around. And, like, I about threw up so many times because I was like, ah. Well, no, it, it just, it, 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 what, it, what it was, for me at least, is I have a weak nose. Like, I used to be able to have it. It doesn't happen often for me now, but it used to be when I was younger. I could just barely not hit my nose. Like, I could just barely, you know, rub my nose wrong, and I could get a bloody nose. Like, it was that sensitive for some reason. As I've gotten older, I've grown out of it, but it used to be really bad. Dang, that sounds like hell. It was. Oh, I just kind of brushed my nose the wrong way in the shower. Now I look like I'm having that time of the month again. I I swear to you. I swear to you. It was basically (laughs) like that. I'd be showering and not have a bloody nose. I'm like, well... I guess I'm glad I'm in the shower. Fucking beautiful, bro. I guess I'm in the my shower. Night for the day. <laughs> there goes my life. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm watching my life force go down the drain. Oh, wait, it already is. <laughs> Depression. Nah, I'm just joking. You got, Anyways. You got a lot of the pain. <laughs> Enough about me. More about you. <laughs> Amazing how this goes. I'm dragged onto the show out of the basement and everybody talking about themselves. Damn it. This is just like yesterday. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, so do you have more details about your life? <laughs> I'm married. Nobody in this world can understand my sexual preference. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? What? Wait, what? Wait, wait what? Uh, Al? Huh? Don't worry about it. <laughs> what? Don't worry about it. You're not there. Okay. All right. You're not on the sexual preference, so you're safe. Kai isn't either. He's like a weird cousin that sometimes eats paint. Or crayons in his account. Yeah, it'd be crayons. Yeah, you know what? Gotta, gotta have them fucking a trail of 64 pack. Shit. Um, Dude, do you see that 128 one? Oh, hell yeah, bro. I'm 20. I think it's 128. Now. I gotta think because my face lies to me and I constantly forget my own age. Like, I can look in the mirror and I still look like I'm fresh out of high school. And if I shave, I look minimum 15 years old. Okay. So I actually have to stop. I'm like, how old am I? Oh, right. I'm old as shit. It's okay. Every time since with the COVID thing, we're, we're, we're on the, the quarantine thing. We have to contact the nurse, the nurse contacts us every so often, every day. And she always asks us, so how old are you? I'm like, oh, Old f- enough fuck, to get in trouble. 
like young enough to not know what I'm getting into. Yep. Uh, but that's mostly about me. Um, I live in Texas, the hottest continent ever conceived by mankind, only rivaled by Florida. Um, nah, bro, you're missing I'm fucking sorry. Arizona. I'm sorry, continent? Yes, continent. Don't you know that Texas is, an, is, a, is its literal own entire region of existing that is completely confounded by me because it is just all over the place? There's too much sky. Okay, when I first moved down bombed. here, I'm so used to mountains from being from Tennessee. I looked outside and I'm like, there is too much sky. I can see too much. It I is can like see a too much. Close the world. world. Close the world. No, it took me like a week solid to get used to Texas Damn. because I'm so used to mountains and like the sky ending after a certain point. And down here, it's just there it is. There is there is forever right there. There. You can yeah. just see forever. And I'm like, there is too much sky. I feel like a fucking dwarf, and I'm about to start floating. I'm about to fall into the big blue floor. Anybody who gets a reference from Dragon Age or a legend? No. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the other people who may one day save me from your basement. I'm sorry. I don't have a basement. I am, I have, I am fucking um, disappointed that I do not catch that reference. <laughs> Wow, for once, Kai doesn't have a reference. Whoa! Whoa! No, I, I, no, 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 that's the thing. I fucking played all the Dreaded Age games, but I don't fucking have that reference. That's hilarious. What the fuck? You were asked to cook the fries. No, it wasn't. Pops said he got fries so we could eat them. If anybody who heard that, that is my wife, everybody. Say hi. She's not going to say hi back. Don't worry. That's okay. Uh, mostly because I have a D&D session later on today. We have a D&D &D Silent Hill setup going on. Ooh. Nice. Now yeah. that sounds like something I would actually play. You actually you can't tell me you would want to do a dungeon and dragon destiny oh. style, right? You can't tell me you she had to do a psychological <sighs> evaluation of each player to custom tailor how the experience would be for individual people. Like I should, you know, it was like a two to three hour process about how everything went down. It was, it was, it's going to be interesting because we do have a session planned tonight to actually get it kicked off. Nice. What time Hell are you yeah. that at? Probably after I get released from the basement there, Tris. So can I get released from the yes, basement? We can, hurry, we can hurry through this. No, you're good. You're good. I'm not in a rush. It's just whenever this is over, she's off tomorrow. So, and I'm pretty much free until next week on Wednesday when I have to kill myself. Mm. Um, I think that's about it for that first question. You want to keep on going, Kai? Yeah. Um, uh, what, other, uh, what, are, what are some of your other hobbies besides gaming? Nothing. Yeah, that's about all I got. Aside oh, from wow, you're antisocial fuck. Most of my hobbies revolve around me not having to deal with other people, like books and oh, games. Oh, yeah, that's, a, that's, um, that's what we mean by um, games, whatever. Things you do, like board games. I'm talking yeah. like... Um... I watch an unhealthy amount of anime that I don't want to talk about how much anime I watch. Oh, oh yeah? We're going to talk about it here after the interview, dude. We're talking about movies and entertainment, dude. We're going to talk about anime. <laughs> yeah. I watch so much anime i'm not even gonna make the joke i'm not even gonna make the joke but no for anybody out there who's watching this and understands the word boku no i'm not gonna say that pun it is too old i'm not saying it 
but anybody who gets it, you know <laughs> damn well what I'm meaning. Do it. And do what it, I say. Say it, Kai. Say it. Out of out of respect, I am not. Bam. Sorry, I broke underneath all of the like constant berating to do it. So yeah, anybody who listens, Boku no Pico, watch it. Give it a try. It's an amazing anime. Has a rather lovely ending. And also, it comes with a free psych evaluation because odds are you're going to need one afterwards. You're going to have PTSD for at least 10 years. Damn. And if you ask, if I have watched it, $50 is $50. I'm sorry, what? I watched Boku no Pico for $50. Because somebody bet me I wouldn't do it. And I sat down and watched it for $50. Wow. Damn, bro. Most of my hobbies involve movies, anime, uh, and gaming. Most of the time, that's mostly what they are. Aside from, that's pretty much it. Imagine what would have happened. And D and D, and D and D. I can't forget to include that one. That's still gaming, dipshit. Fuck. Uh, this is but, gonna be a fun one. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a fun one, mate. What the fuck did you think? Kai, you still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here, bro. What do you fucking think? Kai's died inside. He's not gonna miss friend popping her head in and being like, hello. Hello. Uh, okay. Alright. So, what games do you mostly play? PC or Xbox? I mean, honestly, it doesn't matter. As long as it's not Destiny related. Like, any game you play besides okay. Destiny. Dauntless, No Man's Sky, Divinity, Original Sin 2, Payday, Tommy Clancy's The Division 2, Phasmophobia, Warframe, Remnant from the Ashes, Dungeon Fighter, Hellpoint, Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, Bloodborne, <gasps> Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, and then when we move to the happy little Xbox of sexed box of Sony's. Oh, I'm just going to say this, but I think he was meaning by... Um... Oh, oh, which ones do you play the most? Not yeah, always. Not all of them, not over but all. most play. Like, what do you play overall mostly over everything else? See, you just said what other games, and, like, I had this entire laundry list ready because there are – I own so many games. It's not even funny. And Dude, my, so my library is 200 games on my Xbox alone. That's okay, not Okay, uh, some of the games I mainly play aside from this are Warframe, uh, Payday 2 – on both consoles. Um, and just, I'm trying to get back into Path of Exiles for the King Kai here, because if not, I feel like he's going to have an aneurysm to not have anyone to play with. I'm trying, but dude, that game is so complicated, and sometimes all it does is give me a migraine. That's why I play Diablo. It's because none of you are actually giving, or trying to actually fucking learn it. Well, that's because Path of Exile just throws at you. It's like fucking the uh, Taskmaster. Random bullshit. Go. Oh, not Taskmaster. That was, that's fucking old Moon Knight. I thought that was Taskmaster. No, Task it's Moon Knight. Master. I thought Taskmaster oh, did throw random shit at you. It just gives you a task and you have to do it. it. doesn't tell you exactly how to do it. It just says do it. He does also throw random bullshit at you. We're my brain hurts from trying to. My, my, my fucking brain hurts from trying to fucking actually explain See, who no, Taskmaster who is to the truth. 
Yeah, no, I know who Taskmaster and I know who Midnight was. Mostly I was saying that to kind of piss everyone off. I didn't mean for it immediately to tilt Kai into oblivion. Well, hey, I'm, I'm, when, I, when I hear Taskmaster, I'm thinking of the British game show. Sorry. We're talking about Marvel comics. Uh, it's Marvel, right? I'm not retarded and mixing DC and Marvel again. No, you're not. Oh, I was right! And being right's the best way to be. What about being left? What's wrong with being left? That's how people end up getting railed over a bed frame. So we don't talk about going left. Uh, okay. No. no. Nobody talks about going left because that's how that's how babies are made. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kai. Want to answer the next question? I think that answered our question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what teams are you willing to are you most willing to help out with? Oh, good God. Warframe, that's about it. Warframe, I have so many ungodly hours cranked into um, that game. Question on that Warframe, though. Is it uh, Xbox or PC? PC, I have over 200 hours clocked into the game now. Okay, that's all I needed to know. I own almost everything. DC, stop adding stuff and let me catch up. Nice. Okay. DC. I, I eventually it's, got that right. I think it's DE. DE, not DC. Eh, close enough. Does it really matter if DSC, Deep Stone Crypt, bitch? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, but with the connectivity in Warframe, your best bet is to call them DC because you're getting disconnected almost constantly. Not wrong. You're not really wrong. Like, I don't even want to count how many times I've just been kicked for no good reason. Oh, what would you imagine if, what would, what would you do if Warframe added a raid mode? Oh, they, they did have one. raids. Oh, they did have raids, but they get rid of them. They yeah, they they, they, they were they were oh they were moved as fuck and lack of a lot of players. Uh, yeah, nobody wanted to do them because after you reached a certain power cap, you could pretty much sit there in the middle of the raid, click everything, boss included. Damn. Yeah, like, uh, that is actually really fucking true right there. Like, there's the only one, oh, the only the only fucking frame that wouldn't be able to do that was Trinity. Yeah. But, like, do we even need to bring in Saren, who's a Warframe in that game, or what was her, Nova? Nova was the fire one, right? Oh, uh, Ember, you mean? Ember. God, who am I thinking of? Oh, Nova. Uh, no, yeah. no, Nova's a slow, uh, slower Nova, speed. Nova technically did that, too, but with a different combination. But Nova yeah. could still use the entire map. Ember was the ultimate, I'm going to click one button, and I'm going to go make a sandwich. Tell uh, me when it's done, boys. Yeah. Click one button. Raid's over. You've one man the boss. You've killed everything. Here's your itty bitty little reward. Okay. Good to know. Did they, I know that they had raids at one point. Yeah, yeah they did. They did. Cool. They were kind of annoying. That was where you originally got fucking arcanes from. Yeah. Uh, okay. They technically kind of have raids if you want to include the Eidolons now, but they're more like here's the final boss of the raid. Good luck, everybody else. Here's the final boss of the raid. Try ha, have fun trying to get this done, boys. Yeah, I three manned an idol on once. It was a pain, dude. I, I fought in two man one. It was fucking. Oh, and the thing is, I didn't. We neither of us had a fucking good loadout. Well, no, only one of my buddies was technically the real one doing damage because he. If you think I have a lot of hours cranked in this game, he's circling on a thousand right now, and he has like no life that game since day one. He has an Excalibur Prime, and it pisses me off anytime he brings it out 
Oh my god. He actually fucking is, is the god who has Excalibur Prime. Yeah, he is one of those legends who has Excal Prime, and I... Anytime he brings it out, it pisses me off. He knows damn well how to piss me off in like two seconds. Nice. Oh yeah, fucking bet, bro. Cool. Alright, well... To inform truth as to why... It was, uh, it was a, pretty much a Founders only thing. Ah. Yeah. And the game is like five years old now, if not mm -hmm. more. I've lost count. There is like, no way to fucking get that on ever. Prime. No, you had to be you a You can't founder. trade it, you can't do nothing. If you have it, you have it. That's literally it. Like, there's only one way to get it, and that was to be a founder five years ago when the game was in beta. Mm. And even then, it costed like 80 bucks back then. So it was fucking, oh, from what I know, it was fucking more than 80. I'm taking a ballpark spit, all right? But that is kind of like a bragging right for founders in Warframe. You have this, you will, no one else will have it. No matter if they come yeah. in later or anything, this has never been brought back. Nice. The only thing close enough to it isn't even fucking um, actual uh, fucking Adstyle Prime, you know? It is a cheap knockoff that is actually really strong for what it is, but still, a cheap knockoff. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, we kind of went on a tangent no, there. Take your podcast away from you. That's cool. So we asked about the help. Now, oh. So what exactly got you into Destiny? There was no sci-fi games in existence prior. Um, no good ones. Let me correct my sentence. No good ones. You don't count because Halo. I don't even count Halo as like science fiction but when you've played and beaten all of the halos you kind of get bored understandable like i played i played hey uh, halo reach is the only game i have ever a hundred percented and got every single achievement in and after that you really have no reason to play yeah yeah okay no i was just asking was there like anything it's... else that drew you in sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i didn't know you were Speaking Everything looks amazing. Like, when Destiny 1 first released, what dragged me into Destiny was the narrative that the original creator was pushing that not everything that light is good. Sometimes the darkness is good. And when I was a kid, you know, I suffered from a lot of depression issues. And for me, what the game stood for originally is what dragged me in because it had a way of putting things from the original story that got me invested and got me into it. And then I realized the original story that was supposed to be in the game got thrown into the trash because Activision likes to burn good things. Yeah, that one fucking, yeah. Yeah, no, Activision likes to burn good things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not gonna let that one ever slide because the original story of Destiny was amazing and hit a lot of my like preteen depression issue problems. The only problem with the original story was that if you weren't paying attention to Grimoire cards, it didn't make any sense. No, it didn't make a damn bit of sense. And Grimoire cards are the dumbest thing ever. Agreed. Anything that has ever. to go outside of a game to go and read is kind of sucks. That's why I'm kind of hoping that they bring the uh, their web lore that they've been doing these last few seasons, that they bring it out to the end of the game. 
Like, I've actually sat and read a lot of the lore inside of Destiny 2, and it's it's interesting to say the least. And then there's a lot of stuff I just glaze over because there's a lot to take in. I literally sat and tried to listen to a Destiny lore video about the darkness, and it was like six hours long. I made it an hour in. Dude, I watched before the, I was, uh, like, sleep. I watched that. What is it? Is, was it three hours, Kai? The my name Bife from Destiny One's or pre before Destiny One, all the way to the current um, Shadowkeep that was lore. The one I was watching, dude, and it's just I watched the entire thing. I loved every minute of it. It started to put me to sleep. There is so much hive lore, and it's so cool. But why does it have to be so boring? The one thing I want more lore of is the Elixni. I there's not enough Elixni lore. I'm sorry, but there isn't. Right, but your boy would be a fallen if he could. I don't think I I'd be need to. I'd be a fallen and in a heartbeat. I'm like, give me my four arms, dude. If I got an elixir guardian, dude, fuck, dude, fuck, fuck. Yeah, like, sorry, whatever you were. I'm immediately making a fallen guardian. 100%. Dude, I would straight up delete my care one of my characters just to make a fallen guard, uh, fallen. Yep, same, same. I'd 100% delete one of them. Not even a bit of hesitation. What do you? What about you, Kai? Would you? I wouldn't delete any of them. I would just make a new one. But since you know, I only have two. Yeah, no, you don't have a warlock. Because I don't right. fucking. Because I don't fucking play warlock. Dude, why don't Perfect. you just have three characters? It just it's fun. You know, even though Fuck you don't that, like warlocks, dude. but I mean, three it's characters real. is still nice. He has ruined his brain to the potential of true power. So instead, he denies it. He's just like, I don't understand, Sparky, Sparky, Boom Man. So I must deny his existence. Um. For one, my friend, you're wrong. Anybody who gets Avatar The Last Airbender reference, you're a god. Oh, I, I fucking know. I, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about, and, I, and to this day, I am pissed that they never fucking expanded on Sparky Sparky Boom Man. They did! He had a daughter! Yeah, and fucking Legend of Korra, that's about it. And Legend yeah, of Korra no one fucking talks about that fucking I'm sorry. Bullshit. Legend of Korra was horrible. Horrible! Compared to let the, the Avatar: The Last Airbender, come on, let's be real. It seems like they blew their load too early to me. Like the first season, you really they, they... four terrorists who are wanting to end the world and destroy the Avatar. First season, the literal embodiment of evil. Wait, what? Pretty fucking much. How do you de-escalate the threat? It seems like the first two seasons could have been swapped, and they would have been so much better. Yeah. If they would have, if they would have, um, saved fucking the main and or the main guy for the fucking first one, which I to this day I fucking forget his name because I just don't care anymore. I don't either. If they would have, if they would have saved him for fucking um, the uh, second season, it would have been a hell of a lot fucking better. Oh yeah, nah. If he would have been the final final boss, that show would have been amazing. Oh yeah. There's um, pretty much just look at how fucking oh they were they were working for the uh, the original. They fucking were building up Ozai the entire fucking time. No joke. Oh, yeah. Intimidating. And then he's like, a he fucking was pushover. It was a fucking pushover. Yeah, Dude, he was he fucking terrifying, though. Stuff. Yeah, he was like, terrifying, but I mean, he was a pushover. Come on. I mean, Let's yeah, be real. Like, you had a lot of ramp up to that. Like, Aang had a master, all the elements. There was a lot of push. And when he finally got to unleash the full power, it was the power comparison. Aizen is literally supercharged, but Aang's still the goddamn avatar. So... It's going to be one-sided. He's going to be slapped around like a fucking sex toy in a dorm room. 
but there's gonna be that immediate love the reference plate yeah yeah he's gonna get beat up there's not gonna be a fight ang's gonna immediately overpower him but it was the build-up to that point true True. the build-up did make it better the build-up did make it better granted that overall uh granted that overall fight it did feel like they actually did kind of rush it but it was still fucking great Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Okay, so we're, 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 um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I want to throw some stuff in here, but we can, we'll save this for the next conversation. I want to answer that. I want to ask. We want to ask that one last question. Do you want to go ahead and ask that question real quick, Kai? And then we'll actually go into movies and entertainment and talk about the Avatar. Uh, I want to. There is some stuff I want to throw in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> why the gamer tag? This is a long story, so buckle up your pants, clench your sphincters, and grab your sex toys, because we're going for a lubed ride. Whoa. Hell yeah. Whoa. Okay, my first gamer tag, way back in the yonder years, was Sazzy Magnums. And that gamer tag was from an old clan I used to be in called KSI. Anybody who knows that clan knows... Oh, dude, I felt and feel bad for you. Now, I joined KSI during its heyday. When it was amazing, there were 2,000 people. You could jump on and boom. Immediately, there's like 20 people ready to game with. And they're all open at any given time. But unfortunately, I was also like at its peak. So I got the full front of the decline. Mm. So I watched people just turn into vicious assholes against one another. And it was it was bad, man. KSI went out on a bad note on my didn't book. They, didn't they... It, Split off and have a, a separate clan, like a, a group of them left early on. But like, I lost all contact to anybody in KSI when I left them because there was just I didn't want to be associated with people that I was having I was gaming with. There were people I knew in KSI who were like blackmailing other people in the clan to get mm-hmm. hit pictures. That's all why the uh, split there. happened. That was actually around the time the split happened. And I knew people who did this, like, on a personal level, so I, like, cut all ties. I was like, no, this this isn't for me, guys. You all, peace, I'm out. So my gamer tag then swapped to Rex Valor. The reason for this was a goddamn point about anybody who knows me knows my favorite mob of all times is Paragon. Oh, I love Paragon. And... It, to this day, will stay my favorite video game of all time. All time. Nothing has beat it. Visually, feeling, you could start that game out of day one, not have an idea what you're doing. And it was just such a warm, welcoming community that it was just, a, it, it was jaw-dropping about how the game was handled. To this day, I will never forget. I am fucking, I, I am pissed about how it fucking went down, dude. Yeah, don't. I was in a game when it got brought down, dude. Try me. I was oh, winning. I, f- I feel even. I I feel even worse for you, bud. Like I was about to win. I was about to beat the enemy team. This is my Boom, only mobile down. I play. I've never played anything else. League of Legends like, doesn't sound appealing. Dota might. Two is kind of boring. It's not. <laughs> Take smite. Add crack cocaine. Heart, love, passion. No sellout horse cock bullshit, and just pure unadulterated love and adoration for something that they created and you have paragon Mm. it was Mm -hmm. so beautiful and so good and so my name became rex valor because of that game and 
anybody who knows the game knows um, there were some characters in there, and I had a long story short, I created the name for that game okay. because that was my Steam name for the longest time, and it became TFB Valor after I rejoined for what the fifth time. Uh, some shit like that. Yeah. For anybody who's listening to this, I left TFB like four or five times. And once. We've had... That was just once. I think no, left I've once. left like four times because remember you had another clan that was like TFB before T- it kind of. Oh, Dark Code of Scaming. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I joined that back in Titanfall, Titanfall two days. That's how we met. Yep. That's right. Yeah, because I was running a lobby sideways with the fucking softball. <laughs> yeah that takes back memories um but then i left that joined another one left again joined it again then left again and then it became tfb and then i've left once since tfb and then came back with like the fiery furnace of a thousand hellfires mm. my name has stayed tfb valor since paragon days and i refuse to change it from valor because of that game <gasps> right don't blame me. Don't blame me at all. You can only lose one game that you really, really love, and it will stick with you for the rest of your days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for that, I will forever hate Epic Games. Ever. Mm-mm. They have. They will forever have a black smart equal to EA in my book. I uh, I miss Republic Commando. At the second, they never and they never gave us a sequel. That story was so good; it should have had a sequel. They but... never fucking will, because EA is sellouts and Epic Games are money grabbing. It's not even EA; it was uh, Lucas Arts. They didn't want to make us a second, and it really irritated me. Yeah, and EA definitely will and never. And there's a make book one. that actually continues the story, and they could have just used sure. the book as a point of reference, but no, no. Like for a bit of. <laughs> For Kai. Like, okay, the best way I can sum up Paragon for you, because you were not there, and the best way I can sum it up for Truth, take Smite, give it a better map to where they're... Take Conquest, for example, right? You've played Conquest before. Give it a yeah. more fleshed-out map. It feels less flat, feels a lot less cartoony. Okay. Now, crank the graphics all the way up to like the upcoming game cyberpunk you've seen gameplay of that you know how good that looks crank yeah. it up to that graphic quality Damn. and this isn't just the characters the characters had that quality the world had that quality it had this nice pizzazz that just felt so good punches felt heavy it felt so non-cartoony and that's what sucked me in so deeply and i can tell you there will I know that there are uh, people out there who are creating Paragon-like games uh, because the um, resources for Paragon, like the characters and a lot of stuff, was actually released to public use, meaning anyone can pick up the characters Mm. ever. So there are some people who are doing it, but it's just not the same for me personally. I played Paragon from day one till end, and it just doesn't feel the same it just don't get me wrong i assume these people are taking a lot of heart a lot of love and i'm sure they have the exact same amount of admiration i do for the game but it just it isn't mm-hmm. it isn't paragon so it's just a disconnect for me but if anybody else who listens to this loved paragon back in the day 
check out those two. There's tons of YouTube videos about it. You know, if you're interested, go ham. It is for PC only, unfortunately. But if you did love Paragon, go for it 100%. I will not suggest anything. This is purely my own perspective on it. Don't take my words as a do not play these. They're not the same thing. They're they're pretty much the same thing, but I don't think I can get back into them. They're just not the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. No, I don't blame you at all. It makes total sense. Like That'd be like if we got a bootleg Destiny. It's just Call of Duty, though. And thus, all of the Call of Duty pe people immediately had an aneurysm and typing furiously into the comments about how they wish I would die. Pretty fucking much. Damn. Dude, I haven't liked Call of Duty since World War the remake, alright? That's the last Call of Duty I liked. What, World War II? Uh... I think it was just World War. It was the like Xbox version, Xbox One version. The recent the old, one. the old old version. No, 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 the one before Modern Warfare. World War Two. Yeah, I believe so. I, I, well, Black I, Ops geez. Four. It was before Modern Warfare, after Black Ops Three. It was. I thought it was World, World War Two. It's World War Two. Because yeah, at that, that time, Battlefield shit. One had dropped. And so Call of Duty's like, oh, we gotta make a we gotta make a copy of this, basically. Yeah, that was the last Call of Duty I liked. It was my Warfare. favorite. It just it, it's a personal preference. That, that's all. When it, was. it comes personal down to it, Call of Duty World War Two. I personally would rather play Battlefield Five, and Battlefield Five is not that great of a game right now. It's better sucks. now. When it launched, it was horrible. Battlefield Five is in a better place now. It's still not the First greatest yeah, Battlefield. I think it's worse now, and it was better then. No, I, I feel like when it dropped, there was so little content. There's so much more now, and they've got, like, monthly updates now. Like, they've got yeah. so much stuff coming in and out of Battlefield now. More than COD does right now. And COD doesn't... And, and what's nice about Battlefield is there's no season pass. Everything is unlockable for free. Yeah, that's true. But that's <laughs> Like, I'm serious. Tag. It has a lot of sentimental value to me. That's why it stayed how it has stayed. That's and cool, true, man. I should probably adjust some stuff, but I felt like everybody's asked what? me about my uh, Discord name, but honestly, this has been my Discord name. It was literally my random name. I know. Yeah. Take that. That was my random Discord name that was randomly generated for me, and I refused to change it because obvious reasons. But yeah. I've had a lot of people ask me about my uh, name when I used to be Rex Valor. I think Kai asked me a couple times. Do you mean Actually, no. I I really didn't give a shit about it, dude. <laughs> well, I know some people in the clan did. Mm. Um, But I felt like, you know, I can actually go on a tangent and explain it. <laughs> I mean, if you want, go for it. I mean, that was the tangent about Paragon. That oh, okay. was my Paragon tag, oh, was Rex good. Valor. Okay, you're good. I was just making sure. You, I was like, you can, you have the opportunity. Take it. I mean, I did. Cool. I'm not wasting my time. Cool. Well, is there anything else you want to throw in there, Kai? I can't think of any more questions to ask. Do you have anything? No, I'm good. Cool. All right, we'll move on to movies oh, and entertainment. So, we already talked about Avatar The Last Airbender. I want to throw something, an idea out. Or like a thought. So, what were your guys' thought on uh, when they added Zuko as a you know primary character on the third book, 
on the Thursday. Oh, uh, I was actually happy because I was waiting for that. I loved it. His redemption arc hit my heart so badly it brought tears to my face to see him go from a bad guy to a good guy. Mm-hmm. That infernal struggle of who he wanted to be just it hit me in the soul, right in the soul pocket. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was right amazing. There. I liked Zuko as a character. He was really cool in my opinion, especially third book. When you got when you got the third book, it was just he got really badass at that point. Oh yeah. Zuko had some of the most heartwarming scenes in the entire mm-hmm. like show, like with Katara, uh, Aang with the dragons. Mm-hmm. It was just a whole lot of. I remember that episode. Ever- that is a good episode. The dragon episode. That was a badass Dude, episode. Was some beautiful Dude. artwork in that episode. I know. Fuck you it was fucking great. My favorite like, episode, Zuko, though, one of my favorite episodes, maybe most of most of the favorite scene is the the mushroom cloud. That was a fucking amazing scene. That scene, <laughs> that scene was just no. So it's good. not just that, dude. <laughs> it's not just that scene. No, it's, it's watching that entire episode just because yeah. of what, just because Sokka's high off uh, off the cactus. Yeah, and it was so good. And then what? What else was there? There was there was so many more funny episodes. Cabbage dude, the cabbage guy in every single episode, almost. He was he... back in Korra, and I lost my mind. The <laughs> reference to him is there in Korra. <sighs> And I lost my literal fucking mind when I heard my cabbages. I was like, it's the same fucking dude. I know we're like 50 years in the future, but it is the same fucking dude. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I never really finished Korra. I think I watched like the first part, like first I season almost. It mostly out of spite because everybody said I couldn't judge Korra until I watched all of Korra. And I watched all of Korra. And I can still say, if you want to compare Aang to Korra... Korra is so much weaker than the Avatar, the last Aang. But if you take it on its own right, it's not bad. But, you know, there well, are other okay. cards that are a lot better. So the reason, okay, so I, when, you, when you're saying that, I, I do agree with you, Korra was pretty low, pretty low powered. But I feel like because she had access to all the elements right away, and there was she no wasn't, she, there was no growth. She already had access to everything. Whereas where True. Aang learned Every single one. Here's one argument you can make. We didn't see Korra's growth power-wise, but we saw her growth emotionally. Now, while that is interesting, because most people do deal with a lot of emotional situations, and do believe like that anime covers a lot of them, there's still the problem of inconsistencies within the characters, and and it also seems like they focused so much on the god damn talking like we get it there's a lot of emotional stuff here it's heavy but we don't need the exact same conversation three fucking times in the same fucking episode what is that then 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 there's on top of that not only is it that but you have to make it entertaining i'm sorry but a lot of talking is not entertaining i'm sorry no it's not Certain uh, certain movies and tv shows a lot of talking it helps build the story but you don't need that level of talking if you're having the same conversation three times in one episode then that means your story is too complicated you have to you literally have to explain it to your audience three times for them to understand what's going on that is not okay pretty much that is not okay the main thing that confused me all right is one of the main bad guys spoilers ahead by the way one of the main bad guys was Korra's uncle okay now my issue with this isn't really that it's a family member at first, you would think, eh, well, it may have not been her uncle. I think it was her uncle. I, my money's on uncle. My brain I is saying, yeah, I don't remember the... Um, but either way, 
he was a bad guy. Now, he was the conniving, sly bad guy. You know, the one that doesn't act like a bad guy. He's mm -hmm. like, ooh, I'm going to pull some strings and make everybody fucked up. But near the end, he just goes full-blown supervillain. And, like, they try to act like his daughters are, like, his servants and do all this bad shit. But really, they don't. They're twins, and one of them ends up, like, sort of, kind of having a thing for one of the main characters. But it doesn't really. It's more like a weird, warped version of, like, she likes him, lusts over him. It's... It's never really concrete, and that kind of seems to be a reoccurring theme of they have ideas, and they're good ideas, but there's no commitment to them. Like, there's no 110% go for broke. Like, okay, good reference of a bad guy. Good, amazing reference is Zuko's sister. Yeah. She Definitely. was bad shit fucking crazy off day one, and you mm -hmm. knew what type of a psycho bitch you were dealing with. Yes. You never once looked at her and thought, there's a glimmer of a good person. No, 100% super psycho monster bitch without any remorse for what she was doing. Yeah, exactly. You knew right off the bat that she was horrible. Uh, but you knew Zuko, Zuko wasn't horrible because you had his uncle. His uncle... Yeah. His uncle was so amazing. I loved him. That was one of my favorite like, characters from that movie. Iroh. Iroh's a good one. You know he's a good guy. You know from the get-go, the second you see him, mm -hmm. he's trying to look for the best in Zuko. He's trying his heart out mm -hmm. to be that person for Zuko. And we then don't when really book get two hits in book two. When they ha when they, they, they lose all of their Fire Nation power and they're just they're just in the earth bending nation. That's in book two, right? Yeah, that's in book two yes. in the Earth Nation. But, like, again, like, as you were saying with Iroh, there's no one like that in Korra. There, you could argue Aang's son, but he's no Iroh. No, no, he's not. Like, literally, they brought back Iroh in Korra. He's dead. Mm -hmm. They literally brought him back in the spirit world because, like, there was nobody else like him there. And I'm like... You're really bringing back the character to be that wise old sage because you can't commit to making a character a wise old sage, can you? No, they 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 knew that he there was no character that could beat him. To be honest with you, in that story. Like, but that's the main problem I have with the show is just there seems to be a lot of ideas there. There seems to be a lot of good context, like you know what they're trying to point towards, but it's just like the execution was off. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't want to commit to the execution. Like, there's a ton of pieces of this puzzle, but at least a half the pieces belong to another puzzle. Not wrong. Yeah. Like, come on. But I don't believe Korra's a bad show. Do I think Inherently it's no. better? Yes. Do I believe it is for some people out there who, like, 100% love the show? I'm not going to say it's a bad show. No, I will never say it's a bad show. Do I believe it's worse than Avatar, Aang... Yes, 100% it's worse than that show. On its own, it's better than some shows yes. because it covers a lot of problems people have in real life. It felt real and it made you uncomfortable at certain points. Well, okay. it, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It, it, it felt real. Like these are real world problems that people have to deal with, but it's done at a weird angle that still feels hyper artificial 
and not legit. Like, there's no reason I give a fuck that they're upset, but I understand why they're upset. Mm -hmm. Like, why the fuck should I care that her dad did this or her dad did all that when I don't even give a fuck it's her dad? Right. There's no giving a fuck. Like, if any of you die, I won't even remember your fucking names. See, okay, now, I do have one question for you. So, with that being said, did you feel that Aang... And his the the characters that were in the the, the actual last the after the last Airbender, do you feel like they had personal growth? Yes. Yeah. All Every single fucking one of them. Did, All of them did. did. Does Korra's characters have that same personal growth? No. Ah, that's a loaded question. I'm just asking. Technically, I could say no. In technically, I could say yes. She has her own personal emotional growth. I mean, like story growth. Growth. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking like actual growth because if you watch, like again, you start book one in Avatar: The Last Airbender. You watch Zuko being this really bad guy. He's trying to get Avatar because he's trying to get his power back and become, you know, the prince again. And then by book two, you see that oh, things aren't going so great for him. You know, he's learning more about what it's like to be, and why say why his uncle is the way he is. You know, and things like that. He's learning a lot about himself personally. By book three, you now he he's now turned over a new leaf, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, this is not okay. My 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 father is horrible." In you my know. opinion, Ang was a good overall story. It was well thought out. Every character had growth. You cared about every little small storyline, even the one-off filler episodes. They were really entertaining yeah. to watch, and they had a lot of heart to them. In Korra, it seemed more of a personal growth. And a lot of characters fell off at the wayside. Like, you didn't really care a lot about a lot of them. The only character I give two rats ass about in Korra is Asagi. And that is literally because she looks like Lust from Fullmetal Alchemist. And I can never unsee it. Mm. And I now, that you, now, that, now that you brought that up, I can't fucking unsee it now. Yeah, now you can't unsee it either. I'm like, oh my god, I'm waiting for her to stab somebody with her fingers. Alright, I'm going to look this up now. I've never seen Lust from... <laughs> You've never watched Fullmetal Alchemist? I have not oh finished it. God. I've actually oh so my God. I, I, I've tried I tried watching it. I got watch pretty far 03. into it. Watch O three. Watch Brother Fullmetal Alchemist. Not Brotherhood. Watch O three first. Watch the movies that came after O three. Then watch Brotherhood. Why? My wife, I, I was told I was down. told Brotherhood was the better story. Brotherhood follows ending. the manga. Brotherhood follows the manga, and I cannot argue about the ending, but don't ever let my wife hear that. But Brother the uh, Fullmetal Alchemist 03 series has more to it. They had to come up with more because it split and diverged from the manga. So it has a lot more backstory. You feel a lot more for the characters. You give a fuck a whole lot more about side characters. Like, you cry like a bitch multiple occasions. Dude, I cried. Brotherhood is good. I would say Brotherhood's really good. I will always argue Brotherhood's good, but I, from watching O3, I can understand why people prefer O3 to Brotherhood. There's a lot more there when you actually sit and watch. Let's look and see this now. So you're saying O3, Brotherhood, so you're saying full... Full Metal Alchemist O3 series. 
it's called 03 series because I think it came out in 2003 or ended in 2003. It's one of those my wife would know. Okay, one of those reasons. Second. The original Full Metal Alchemist is literally just called Full Metal Alchemist. It's not called Brotherhood. It's just called Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, there's the Full Metal Alchemist 03 version. It's on Netflix, actually. Yes, it is. It's only got one season. It, does it have all the episodes? How many episodes were in the original? I, to the life of me, would not be able to fucking tell you, dude. Was it <laughs> I was just going to kiss anime. But kiss anime is no longer with us. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I just wanted to know how many episodes there were. Um... I don't, I don't know. I just, it was just a thought that came up to me when I was talking, when we were thinking about it. Um, I, I will I say this though. Why if she, she loves O3 and she probably has the amount of episodes memorized by now. Probably. Um, I was going to say, I was going to say something along the lines of, um, some more avatar stuff. Cause I was enjoying that conversation. That was actually really fun. Um, Honestly, as important. much as I as, as much as I say we should continue this, I also say we should probably move on. Um, move on. <laughs> you know, damn it, we've been here for hours. I was having so much fun talking about that. We, we, we that was such hours, a good we've already we've already been on this one topic for an hour. I know. What about that like, meteor, dude? That meteor episode with the. Uh, <laughs> and he's back at it again. I'm sorry. I just I, I, that was the last thing I had to, <laughs> to, to mention. Was that, was that, it again. was that sword episode when he finally when he made his sword? I loved that episode. That was a fun episode. It was a good episode. It was I a good not. episode for him because he Dude. finally earned some growth. He actually his character grew up quite a bit in that one episode. Yeah, he a learned lot. how to be a man. It was really good. I liked that episode. But yes, let's move on because if not, I can literally keep going forever. I watched Avatar as a kid and then I rewatched all the episodes on Netflix. Dude, Trust dude, and believe. Dude, dude, dude I, I own the box DVD set. So do I, my dude. I, I had to buy it. All... I saw it. I saw it at Walmart one day. I'm like, yeah, that's mine. That's mine. If you cannot. <laughs> I own the box set of DVDs, right? My old roommate stole my third book. Oh, fuck. Dude, I'd be pissed. They stole my third book. Dude, Who steals just the third book? I know, right? Why not just steal all of them? Because then I know, oh, they're all gone. No, I will forever know that I'm one book short. Mm-hmm. I want to get the books. I think books. that's why he did it. Yeah, right. I want to get the books, though. I know, I've know i heard that there are pretty decent books. They are good. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, but let's move on, because if not... <laughs> we'll talk about this for another hour. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about this for another hour, and this podcast is going to take some mad editing. All right, do you want me to go ahead and skip over the movies we've been watching and TV shows? Because we've already been talking about it for a while. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead. Pretty much. As, so, as as much as I would love to keep a uh, deep form, we got to fucking move on. Yeah, we'll go on to the next topic, at least the next movies and entertainment part. Um, what games have you guys been playing as of late? Uh, Valley, you want to go ahead and go, ahead, go first? Guess is always first. Yes, Destiny 2. I've been playing an unhealthy amount of Destiny 2. You both should know this. Yes. I normally don't ever commit to seasons. Normally, I'm on, off, on, off. Mm -hmm. And this one, I have been playing an unholy, unhealthy amount of Destiny 2. Just constantly hitting that grind and just trying to do it. Because Kai here fucking was like, oh, no, you won't do it. And if you do it, you're out of spite. You dare mock the son of a shepherd? Yes, I did. And then I accepted. And now it's completely out of spite. And I appreciate that reference. Yes. 
And now all my characters are almost sitting at like hard cap about to be pinnacle cap because <laughs> just spite. Mm-hmm. And I, I know, I know what I was saying when I said it, and I know how you are. That's why I said it. Ah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. He said it like that on purpose, you know. Hey, truth. You also, you also were fucking doubting him too. So yeah. Yeah, and now I've officially made it through all of December, November. I beat both of your asses. Because so? both of you're like a week. You I give it two weeks. I went a month straight before I finally got burned out. In December. And that's only because Cyberpunk's like right around the goddamn corner. And I'm sorry, but Destiny's a good game, but it is not going to be the best husband duo of Keanu Reeves. I'm sorry. Well, I I will say this right now, though. I did actually find this out. So here's a really good topic. So when Destiny first launched, you know that it was based, it was supposed to be just a looter shooter, right? Yes. By Taken King and by Rise of Iron, it became more of an MMORPG. By Destiny 2, it was more focused on an MMORPG-style game. And so, therefore, yeah. by now, it is basically an MMORPG. That's how it was mm-hmm. really truly branded as now. I, yeah. I just noticed that. As yeah. I, I was watching a video sometime, and they talked about how Destiny first started out as a looter shooter, and then they, were, they, they moved on to more of a, an MMORPG feel. And I'm like, it's true. They've actually, since Destiny 1... The, the RPG fact was very little. Now, by Destiny 2, the RPG fact is way up higher. The character customization when it comes to, like, look, your um, stats and everything like that is more of an RPG system. It's not completely yeah. fully RPG system, but it is still RPG. But it's getting there. It's getting it's there. Getting there. It's if we start. get Destiny 3, the system is going to be absolutely insane. Like, oh, because we, they're going to double down on This is Destiny 3. That. Beyond Light is Destiny 3, dude. I'm sorry, but it is. Oh, I guarantee you this isn't going to be the last time. Even after all these DLCs are released, I guarantee you, by the time Destiny 2 will technically like... be done with its life, it will be a completely different game. Listen, but the, the thing is, though, but thing is, though, Destiny 2 isn't going to end. I'm pretty sure it'll end in 2022 when they release Lightfall, because that looks like the end there. That looks like is. a very It does climactic. sound like it could be the climactic end, but I don't think it is. I don't like, think it it's is. It's not... It's not. There's so much more I mean, lore they, they could explore going, in this game. And they've already stated that Destiny down. 2 will be the, the primary game. They will not make another game after Destiny 2. Well, Destiny I mean, 2 they will basically have the work of an amazing game. It just gonna, you know, what really hurt them was COVID. That really set them back a lot. It did, it did set them back. I mean, I will say that Beyond Light, they, they're, they're Beyond Light. Um, it, it wasn't, it didn't, like, you know, I guess... Uh, it right, didn't get the full five gold stars when it dropped. No. I mean, I love Beyond Light. The campaign, fucking amazing. I felt it was a little too short, personally. I did feel it was a little too short. Just a little bit. Oh, not not by much. Um, the How be... steep the fucking power level, though. That, that was, was fucking ridiculous. brutal. But it was fun. I did like the power level, though, because it, it made it actually challenging. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like... You can just walk in. It wasn't and a pushover. You can kill everything and be done. It wasn't like. It wasn't. It actually had it wasn't a pushover like Shadow Keep or fucking um, uh, Forsaken. Yeah. Now, I do feel like it shouldn't be the length of uh, Forsaken or, or Red War. Red War was long as fuck for that campaign. I do not think. But that's the thing. That was also the base game. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I don't think Beyond Light should be that long campaign wise, but I feel like it should be at least between somewhere between Forsaken and Shadow Keep level. Somewhere in that happy medium. Between those two, because they were both which is, oh, um, which um, is truly understandable. You know, it is. 
opinion that we could uh if we get stuck on this topic it's going to be an avatar syndrome what oh oh trust, trust me i fucking know that it's like I'm, I'm just gonna call it now if we keep this conversation going it's going to be a last avatar moment but we're just gonna keep going because i have so many conversation points i can bring up about <laughs> all and about how i feel about them what direction i think they're gonna take so we should probably put a pause on that conversation for a later moment yeah, because i have so i'm many just i just i just had that I, you, you guys when you throw me into things like this this is what happens okay i have words to yeah. say and i'm going to fucking say them Shouldn't that be my thing? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm feeling more host than guest. <laughs> no, I'm just I just I had so many things I want to say, and it's just it's so hard to not, to keep track of you know moving on in topics when you're when you have things oh, I, you want to say. <laughs> oh, I know. Trust me, I have so much I want to say about the Witch Queen. Like, that DLC in its entirety, I have so many questions. New subclass. Please give me a new fucking subclass or bring it out no, sometime no, no, no. later this year. No, okay. Please. This, uh, that is part of my point. But, okay. The Witch Queen, we're already getting a kind of, a, you know, a tidbit that it might be one of Crota's sisters, right? Oh, no, we're it's, it's already it is, it's right it's confirmed. Guaranteed, it's it guaranteed is. we're getting. It's um, Jivol Wrath. No, it's not. It's, um, what's the other one? Oh, wait. What, no, uh, Witch Queen. It's a uh, fucking, um. Shit, what's her name? What's her name? Savathun. Savathun. I've said it twice now. Well, we didn't fucking hear you. No, like oh, you, oh, your shit's been kind of fading in and out. I blame that on my moving around. Now, but here's the thing. If Savathun is who we're going to be dealing with, right? Does that mean who's going to teach us the, 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 the new class? Because the Exo Stranger taught us this. Is Eris The drifter will teach us... Like a weird hive of the teacher. Oh... Hive. Okay, so listen, like, listen. Drifter, so technically, Drifter's... technically, Stranger didn't teach us this. I'm gonna be real with you. The Stranger didn't teach us this. She just gave you the tools to access things, but technically, the darkness taught it to us. Just like but, in, in with the light classes, the Traveler teach technically us, teaches like, us who's going because to you go to the shard. Because this this next subclass isn't gonna be like you know, this, like the stasis, this subclass will probably 110% be bound to what the hive can do. Mm. And that's going to take a lot of context on how they're going to word this properly. No, 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 because, no, no, no. Um, no. No, it, they are going to make it. I doubt, it, I, <sighs> I doubt it's going to look more hive-like. I doubt it. At least gonna be more, for me, I doubt it. I, I feel like it's going to be poison. I feel like poison is the next subclass. I really do. Well, people are already taking like a guess that. at that because of the new arms the warlock got. The, yes, there's that. But I mean, uh, the, it, it, just the fact is, it, it, I mean, yes, I will say hive poison. That makes sense. But at the same time, it, it, it's um, I'm trying to remember what the opposite of void is. The darkness version of void because darkness version of solar is stasis. It's ice. In the uh, lore, I'm trying to remember what the yeah, darkness dude. version of the void I is. Gonna, I don't think it's going to be the opposite of void. I think it's going to be the opposite of um, arc. I don't know. It's it's something along those lines, but it is basically that's Wait, that's, that's how this is it looking. Is it's all the darkness subclasses are basically the opposites of one of the mains. Like. I could personally see them going with a Earth theme for the opposite of Arc with the Hive because, you know, the Hive have a lot of Earthy abilities. The Night Shield, Poison, 
uh, a lot of that shit is kind of earth-based, and again, the hive look like fucking rock monsters. So, just saying, that's kind of the opposite of Ark in its entirety. I don't know. Like I said, it's just guesses. All I know is we're definitely going to get something new. Um, I'm not exactly how it's going to work. I know it'll be a really, I'm hoping the story is better than um, what we're getting. So what what you I'm not 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 I don't, not saying that Be- Beyond Light story was crap. The lore that's within the story was amazing. The the fact that they made references to a whole bunch of stuff, Mithrax and a few other things as well was amazing. But I'm hoping that when when Witch Queen drops, we're getting a little bit longer of a story. See, and no, my way more hope- content. My biggest hope for Witch Queen is it will be on the exact same scale of The Taken King. The Taken King was a massive DLC departure from what we had gotten prior. And it was a whole cornucopia of just everything. Well, so we if might, it... but I don't know how it would work because I don't think we can anymore. They can't do that scope as much as easily as now. Well, right now, remember, The Witch Queen isn't coming out till next year. Who knows if they'll be able to buckle down and hit something of that scope next year well i don't know they they should be able to well listen to this okay so you know bungie has two projects going they've got destiny 2 and they have their other game named dark matter so which we know nothing about uh as far as i know a mobile game producer company um put money into their company i don't know exactly if it's for mobile or what bungie be really fishing for that money Mm -hmm. but i know they have two games going so it's two projects right there so their teams are already split. Then you, on top of it, you've got a seasonal team doing seasonal content. Then you have a team doing DLC content, a team doing raid content, a team doing uh, dungeon content, probably, or either that as part of the raid team. I'm not exactly sure how it works. And then you've got a content team for PvP. See, now, so, my biggest opinion exactly to that sure. is... When the Taken King rolled around, it was pretty much all of Bungie buckling down. Now, Mm -hmm. right now, they're trying to fix a lot of stuff in Destiny that's kind of all over the place. So we can pretty much guarantee for the rest and the first quarter of next year, that's all they're going to be focused on, is fixing things, getting Trials of Osiris set up, getting Iron Banner all worked out, trying to take off what's already there. So we can expect that maybe the next three quarters of next year, they're going to buckle down if, you know, the COVID stuff kind of eases up, you know, if that allows them and they're able to get behind the studio again, they're going to buckle down and 100% just like make the DLC big, make it commit, show that they're still here. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. They they also got to need to kind of step up their game because they're going to really need to work to beat Cyberpunk. No. They, like, ten, well, let me see this right now. So, technically, in the realm that Destiny plays in, so their genre, which is an RPG looter-shooter-style game, Cyberpunk is a free-roam action-adventure RPG. They technically are two totally different games. I'm sorry, but you cannot compare Cyberpunk to Destiny. They are two totally different games. They're not even in the same realm. I can say that because Cyberpunk has already announced that they will be eventually adding a multiplayer expansion, which will probably feed into one of their DLCs, which could immediately become competition for games like Destiny and stuff. It could become like another GTA. I feel like it's going to be more of a GTA-style game. It will not be a 
Um, but still, GTA drags in millions of players. But it's still technically not an RPG looter shooter with Destiny. I'm sorry, but it's not. And GTA then I have is, I don't know what you want to classify that as. <laughs> okay. But okay. Your, your, your gainer hope's too high. I would rather my hope be high than... No, I'm talking about truth. What do you mean? Oh, shit. I am being honest with you, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying Cyberpunk is not going to be great. I'm not saying Cyberpunk is going to be, you know, a really good game. I'm just saying that they are two different games. I'm sorry, but they are not the same genre. You cannot compare them equally. They are two different genres. The Crayon Crew got my back on this, bruh. Hey, fuck no, bruh. <laughs> all right fine. But, that's fine but um kai again, do, you, do you do you have any games you've been playing as of late <laughs> um <laughs> destiny fucking path of exile fucking you know the usual ones the ones that i always bring up mm -hmm. diablo I like truth just gave me the giant middle finger is like all right fuck you then no i'm just moving on because <laughs> i could get into a debate for another hour about this and i'm, I'm gonna win the debate because i have my research but you know that's just me all right. We have our fan boners, and that's stronger than your supposed research. That's fine. He, right. He's right. You know, fan fan boners are, are fucking all, more than really anything else. That's cool. That's cool. Do you want? I don't care. <laughs> all right. Well, I've just been playing Destiny as of late. I haven't been working on getting my Titan Max light, which I'm already at max. I'm at, I'm at Pinnacle Cap almost, so. Nice. Yeah, that's about it. So I think that's it for movies entertainment the interview and our introduction so far so i think we're gonna take a quick little uh recess and uh i think we're gonna move on to our show topic of the week which we kind of discussed already but uh yeah we'll see you then all righty all right now here comes the fun part we're gonna talk about some the topic of the week i got a few of them actually some of them i saw from the twab that we can cover real quickly, and then some a few of them were just you know things that were coming this this season, you know, and um, I mean the first thing we want to if we want to talk about the first one first that I've got listed is the the dawning. So what do you what is your thoughts on the dawning coming? You know, I want the armor. I know I this they just now I want the armor. So I'll go ahead and skip down to that part on our twab, even though we're not going to cover the twab right now. But I'm going to go ahead and skip down there. But currently they've raised. Seven hundred and seventy thousand five hundred and ninety-seven dollars for their give to um, what's the charity called again? I can't remember. Um, games to give, and it's amazing. This, I mean, Bungie Foundation is amazing. They do a lot of great work, humanitarian work, and stuff like that. They do a lot of cool stuff. But they've already reached their seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar donation um, mark. They're going to give out the uh, some cool stuff. They've got three concept arts they gave out, and they've got both. They all three of them were marked today, I think, or yesterday starting yesterday at least but they show the titan the warlock and the hunter and they all look sick as fuck the titan looks thick and awesome you've got the warlock he's got he's, he actually looks pretty bulky i mean it definitely feels like a winter coat is on him personally and then you've got the hunter again same thing kind of thick winter coat on him but it's it, i mean these look sick i mean truly these are really good looking so i agree yeah with they are very impressive and it seems like destiny is constantly just trying to one-up themselves more than anyone mm -hmm. like i personally i want the warlock but i'm also a warlock main so i'm biased as all get out yeah i am your local space guru hippie <laughs> 
I, I see. I'm a. I just now became a Titan main. I used to be a Hunter main. Then starting last season, I kind of started to play more Warlock. I was enjoying the Warlock, having some fun with it. Um, didn't really care for the nerf with Stasis. I mean, I've already made that pretty apparent. Um, but I, I just ever since ever since the Stasis nerf, and I kind of I went back to my Hunter, and I'm like, you know, this is kind of boring. So I went ahead and started playing my Titan, and I'm just in love with my Titan, running around killing things with my Titan. We did a Last Wish raid earlier today, or finished it out, and I just had so much fun with my Titan, using a bubble and all kinds of things like that. It was just fun. It was so much fun. Yeah, I believe Titan is the most balanced stasis, but I still think that in it being balanced makes it technically the strongest right now because it has consistency, while the other ones, some things can get a bit sus when you're doing stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I, I, I just love the Titan class. It's just, it's very fun. There's a lot of really cool things that you can do. I mean, Solar Top Tree with the, their, what is it called? Um, crap, and I can't think of what it's called right now. Shoulder Charge. Their, their Shoulder Charge. The, you get Melting Point, which is a hidden buff. You don't really see it, but it's a hidden buff on your character you can see. And it, it was, you know, it was pretty cool. I mean... I don't know. I, I it just it adds to it, and then you've got things like uh, Dune Marchers with Middle Tree on Arc. You would never think that'd be a great pairing, but it's really fun because you get the the Dune Marchers when you sprint and stuff like that. It it builds up a static charge, and then if you use your melee, so if you sprint, jump in the air, use your melee, you you just slam into the ground. It does an explosive shockwave. Well, Dune Marchers actually does it bigger and wider. So I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do with that. It's fun. It's fun. I mean, you're not wrong. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm maybe I'm biased now. I don't know. <laughs> you, you sounding kind of biased there, bro. <laughs> but I've been having so much fun with my Titan. Um, so I don't know. I mean, what are your thoughts on the dawning? I mean, I'm hoping that the cookies personally are better this year. Personally, I hope we don't have to go to Riven again. I really don't want to do that again. I really don't. I don't want to have to go back to Riven. I'm sorry. I don't want to sit there and have to type in a fucking code to go visit Risen once a week. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, my biggest thing on the classes right now is it seems like Warlock's kind of being given the big dick syndrome to where they nerfed it, but I think the nerf was a bit harsh, but I think it was well-deserved. I just well, think... Don't get me wrong. It wasn't deserved. It was a bit too much of a nerf like you could have nerfed it but i think they overdid the nerf well, i think they're gonna bring it into line they're, they're definitely what it is is they they nerfed it hard and then they may, may buff it later on down the road and then nerf um hunt titan and, and uh War hunter and bring them into line to where they're equal and par with each yeah other. that's what that's the only thing i can think of a very prominent subclass mm -hmm. like in pvp and pve you're gonna see a lot of people prefer stasis to pretty much everything until Bungie backs up their words and goes in and ingests all the classes. Yeah. Not wrong. I don't know. I, I, know, I don't know what we're doing with this. I just, I know that yes. stasis is definitely going to be, it's, it's, it's definitely very prominent as you're saying. It's definitely one of those ones that's very out there. That's why I'm having too much fun with it. I'd never leave it. Does feel grenades broken? Yeah, but I believe again, like I said, when they bring the other classes into line, like stasis, mm -hmm. we're gonna see a lot more diversity in oh, it yeah. all. 
Well, don't get me wrong. That's how Forsaken was, too. I mean, you had the middle trees getting added to all the other subclasses, and it, you know, of course you want to play the new class, so of course you're going to play that. Mm -hmm. And so once once they see a prominent rise, they're going to go back to being, you know, everybody's going to make builds with each one. So I'm hoping Mm -hmm. that's what we're going to start seeing in maybe a season or two later. We'll see more of them become more diverse. You'll see more of a build. Each build will be different, you know. I'm hoping that we get some some new stuff going on. I mean, I don't know what what what, what they're doing. I have no idea. I know I, I heard a rumor that they're probably going to make all the other subclasses in the system that uh, Stasis is in. So the aspect and the fragments and stuff like that. I hope they do that. I really do. I think that'll be perfect. That'll make the game so much more fun, more customizable. I feel like that Stasis mm-hmm. customization is actually better than Destiny 1 customization, personally. Oh, yeah, no, nah, it, it's a lot better to, like, intentionally in one class already have a build starting to get set up without any mods and relying on a lot of luck with um, armor sets. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you, like, Destiny 1 or even the, the older system with Destiny 2, you would actually literally have to rely on armor stats to make your build work. This, you don't really necessarily need that. You can get a build going using the aspects and the fragments and working them together. And then you can also use your armor stats to kind of help that build work better as a bonus, you know. I don't know. It, right. I, it, that's just how I look at it. Is It's definitely more of a... a uh, shit, I can't think of the words. I don't know how to put it. It's, uh, it's more balanced, in my opinion, than Destiny 1's and Destiny 2's base system was. Yeah, it seems um, a lot less more of a pain in the ass to create something out of it. But we also got to take into account right now with how the build diversity is going, mm-hmm. you can immediately see how Stasis has made itself a very prominent and extremely powerful class just on its own regards, just because of how easily you can just set up, get some stuff ready to go, and just lay into people. Mm-hmm. Not wrong. Not wrong at all. I mean, it doesn't take much to do that, honestly, when it comes to it. Like, build crafting is so easy in Destiny now than it was before, personally, in my opinion. I feel like Stasis actually made build crafting easier for me. Just because Mm -hmm. I have the fragments, and all I have to do is uh, move stuff around, you know? I just literally just say, oh, hey, I want that fragment instead of this fragment. Um, And I can have both my aspects equipped at all times. So, you know, I I get all of it at one time instead of, you know, just one piece. Yeah, I don't know. I'm weird like that. I just I see more build craft ability, and it's faster for me to build a build a build with that system than the older system. The older system, I had to sit there and be like, okay, well, this procs this, but it doesn't give me that detailed example of how this actually procs. Like melting melting point is not listed anywhere on that perk. Yeah, like at all. It doesn't say anything about melting point. It just says shoulder charge. Um, something about damage to enemies or something like that. So you don't understand that melting points actually procced, but and there's no buff in game to stay it, but it actually is a real buff. Yeah, and that's uh that sort of makes me think of that new mask in Destiny 2 called Mask of Bacchus. Mm-hmm. It gave a damage buff to any slow target in PVP, but it didn't say that. Mhm. It's actually not so and, good. um we'll talk about that in the in the swab. Yeah, but that made in my opinion that shouldn't be adjusted. That should have been left alone because it gave hunters a de facto way to fight. Mm-hmm. Like Titans, you build resilience. You are super tanky. You're super slidey. You just shotgun eight people. 
don't hate me, but I'm and, hearing that. I'm, I'm evil. I'm horrible. Yeah. I'm one of the people you hate right now. Shoulder bash is a one shot. It's really hard for, you know. Not the stasis one. Stasis one is not a one shot. It, it, it can be if you hit them right. Well, yeah, you have to hit them into a fucking wall, but I mean. In some mats, that's easier done than anything. But um, Warlock has a lot of, you know, effects that influence the grenade and the melee. And don't even get me started on Top Tree Helicopter of Doom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hunters really don't have a major way to fight aside from Solar. And that's Gunslinger. That's yeah. one tree that is really prominent in PvP. With Stasis, on the other hand, with that mask, you could make any weapon good. Any yeah. weapon. And it does have a, a lot of survivability aspects to it because you can pretty much dodge the fuck out of it. It just seemed like that was kind of an unnecessary adjustment to the mask because the mask essentially put the hunter as a hunter. They can make any weapon good. Mm-hmm. Any weapon is amazing in their hands, like a hunter should be. They don't rely on being tanky. They don't rely on grenades. They rely on using the weapon in their hand to make you not exist no more. That's what a hunter should be. They're good with guns mm-hmm. and a knife and a bow. Yay. What do we get? You got to juggle that knife, bro. You got to, you got to, you, 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 you got to do the thing. I'm like, dude, just leave me alone with my fucking buff. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll read the, the actual nerf that they did the mask to the mask real quick. So they improve the readability of visual effects when another player wearing mask broker shifts directly towards you. Which is kind of nice. Um, they updated the description string of Mask of Barkus's perk to correctly describe its damage bonus, which applies to only combatants and, and affects all arc weapon damage and all damage against slowed or encased enemies. Additionally, they fixed an issue where this damage bonus was applying to players who are slowed or encased in Crucible and Campus. So it's not supposed to happen in Crucible. Yeah, but that's what gave the Hunter an evil equal footing to most people. Kind of. I mean, I, I feel like Hunters are still pretty balanced. Even without that perk, even with it with it being not broken, I feel like it was still balanced. Eh, potato tomato. Yeah, I think it was fine how it was because I took that into testing actually, and with the weapon buff and the light shift happening, you could one tap with a bow. Now, not a rapid fire bow, mind you, but something like Trinity Ghoul could one shot, Wish Ender could one shot. Pretty much, it made a lot of weapons viable. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had a rapid-fire sniper rifle, you could actually one-shot to the head now. You didn't need to two-tap. Like, Not wrong. it made a lot of weapon inconsistencies very consistent and extremely dangerous. If a hunter gets a freeze and he gets that weapon buff and you're slowed, a 120 will now two-tap you. It made so many things good. That hearing that nerf, I'm just kind of like, okay, so I have no reason to play my hunter anymore. Neat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like it's going to be too terrible of a nerf. I do feel like it did it, it bring in power with the rest. But that's just me. Um, I think it just added some balance personally, but, you know, my opinions are my own and subject to change. Yep. Um, 
So, well, I, I didn't mean to, we, we got off on a tangent. We weren't even talking about the dawning at that point. But what are your thoughts on the dawning? Like, actual thoughts coming this year? Like, what do you think, what do you want, what do you need, what do you think it needs to make it better? What do you think it needs to do? What do you think it needs to change? You know, things like that. What, do, what are your thoughts? And the dawning, first I'm wanting my Trials of Osiris back, but that ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Banner has me excited to be coming again. But again, with Stasis here now, it kind of, I'm scared about what's going to happen. <laughs> Trials is going to, uh, not Trials, fucking Stasis is going to make Iron Banner really intimidating. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I feel like most of the time, I'm excited to see what they will do. Mm-hmm. Because right now... We're not exactly in a dry spell of Destiny 2 because with all the exotic quests that have been coming out, they've kept really on the ball with knowing what's going on. But with the dawning going on, I'm curious, like, are we going to get any weapons? Is there going to be like the other events where we had, you know, candies or cookies or whatever in the hell we had to give to other people? And would we get new weapons? Would it just be rehashed old weapons that we've seen brought back a thousand times? Looking at you, horror story. I know that is annoying. Horror story that is annoying. I do. I do feel like we should have gotten one this season. A new, a new weapon. I mean, don't get me wrong. Bright Tech, um, Werewolf was great. Um, horror story is a really good gun. Twice, three times. Like, three times. Horror story's been in there three, three times. times. Three um, times. We've gotten great. The, we've gotten um, what's it called twice now, but nothing new. Bright Tech Werewolf. Um, so Cold that's Front was last about. season with the the Halloween with the winter event. Yeah, but cold. If anybody's gonna argue cold front's good, they're lying through their teeth. It was considered a bad SMG for that sandbox that it got. I'm sorry, but it's not bad now. But at the same time, it took almost two, like what, two seasons and a DLC to bring SMGs in line. Well, that is what it's got such a terrible recoil pattern. Oh yeah, no, that thing kicks like a mule. And it doesn't do nearly the damage of Huckleberry or Teraba. And those both kick like a mule, too. Yeah. But those will delete your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still want to get Teraba. It's on my to-get list. It is Mostly, mine as well. Everybody says it's a bad gun. But so, at the same point, I have a habit of getting bad guns and making them just pure smexy. Right. Well, this is why people say it's a bad gun. I'll tell you why. The reason why everybody calls it the bad gun is because it does not save your perk your perk is never saved you literally like you stow the weapon and guess what it is no longer usable like the perk is gone the the buff or whatever it gets the the stack it's gone that's the only thing that people turn that turn it off on people you know if the stack stayed like um cemetery and a few others it would make the gun broken as fuck nobody would stop using it that's why yeah, they but- did it that way Fair. I mean, shit. In that excuse, kill clip should be a useless perk, but everybody still uses it. Yes, but at the same time, it just. It, I mean, that's just how it. That's how I've always understood it. Is that's why they made it that way. It's just because. Like, if you, I've been in a game with somebody who had Terrible before. It was a Titan. I can't remember the exotics they're called. They were the boots that help SMGs yes, monstrously. I, I can't think of what it is right now either. Let me go look it up. I'm gonna yeah, look I'm like talking. But he was running the lobby. He had a 50 kill, like, he died five times. Damn. He had a 10 KD, and he was using Taraba, and, oh, God, 
I can't remember the other gun because he never fucking used it. Mm-hmm. I think it was a hand cannon, but I swear I never used him, saw him use anything else. And he dropped 50 kills in that game. I bet. It is a monster if you're willing to put in the time and the commitment behind the gun. Oh, yeah. Now, true, you could say, like, oh, no, but the other guns are so good, the two. But at the same time, I'm like, well, technically all guns can get real nasty when you mm-hmm. get good with them. It's symmetry. Symmetry is considered crap. But if you're willing to put in the time and the commitment, it's going to get nasty. Well, you can use it. Symmetry is actually usable. It is still viable. It's actually not terrible. Yeah, but if it's considered you know how to use it. scouts. Like, would you really use symmetry over Jade Rabbit? Mm, depends on what I'm doing and what I want. PvP. PvP, I'd use Jade Rabbit just because it's designed for PvP. Its perk is a primarily PvP perk. I would never take Jade Rabbit into PvE. I would take a symmetry over a Jade Rabbit into PvE because not only does it, if I get 15 stats uh, stacks of the dynamics, uh, whatever it is, dynamic whatever sway. No, it, it, yeah, I think it was dynamic charge. Dynamic charge. Like, yeah, I think it's dynamic Dynam- charge. It's gonna bother me now. I'll look it up. We're talking about the PvP perspective because in PvE, Terraba is considered kind of okay. Because there's a lot of people, there's you can just throw Sorry. bullets into, and they're a sponge. Sorry about that. So that the was not intentional. You're good. Um, in, in PvE, symmetry is considered really good because it does a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. But in, I'm talking from a PvP perspective where Terrible is considered terrible. And symmetry, if you're going to use symmetry, just use Randy's throwing knife. Or Mida multi-tool, because at least then you get the radar up. Well, yeah, but I mean, you also, but the thing is, though, symmetry, again, I, I agree with you, it is not a PvP weapon. I would not take symmetry into a PvP environment. It's not built for PvP. As much as but, it's fun. But that's what also what I'm, if you're willing to put the time in, you can even make symmetry a nasty weapon. You can make it a PvP weapon. You can. It is possible to make symmetry a PvP weapon. Because, again, dynamic charge, if you can get stack to 15, or 20, I think was with the, with the uh, the catalyst. I haven't done the catalyst yet for mine. Even 15, you'll one shot until it's oh, yeah. over. Oh, yeah. It is a really broken thing. And on top of it, you can just, if you want, if you don't want to use the fucking full auto mode and just regular mode, you can just straight up pull out and do arc seeker mode and just start hip firing the fucking thing because it tracks. Oh, the yeah. It tracks like um, hell. It tracks like a monster. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, either you way, it's. It's going to kill, but there's so many things that kill faster. Yes, it's the time to kill is not great on it. <clears throat> like, personally, I love Polaris Lance. It is a three-tap to the head. It mm. does not care. I've used it in PvP. Everybody screams, it's bad. I have domed people, and they just cannot fight back. Because, guess what? You land a precision shot, you get a bullet back. Yeah. How are they going to keep out sniping you or keep trying to lane you? As long as you land that one headshot, they get a chunk down and you get a bullet back. So you're not going to be bullied out of a lane with it. Yeah. You're just not. Not wrong. And it flinches like a monster. Mm-hmm. So in the dawning, I'm kind of hoping they bring a little bit more in line. I'm kind of hoping, you know, Iron Banner goes a lot smoother than what I'm thinking it will because i think it's just going to be a stasis showdown of massacre well okay you're not wrong with that one i will state though i am looking forward to the freelance mode that iron banner's bringing i'm actually kind of curious on the freelance mode because 
Freelance mode like survival. I didn't even know that was getting added. Yes, that was that was one thing they mentioned last season or a season before, or whatever, that they were bringing oh, a freelance okay. mode to Iron Banner because super stacks on top of the enemy team, and then you're just screwed. Yeah, exactly. That's what the whole point of the freelance mode was. It's because it's hard to play solo in Iron Banner. It really is. Oh yeah, no. Nah. You get even a three stack on the enemy team, you're getting shut down. Like you're not even getting close to a win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why Here. they made the freelance mode. And I'm like, this is kind of cool. I'm kind of curious to see how this works and how well it actually pro works. That, because... that made me excited, actually, because I was terrified about touching Iron Banner if mm -hmm. that was going to be how Iron Banner was always been. It just made me terrified. I was like, dude, I don't even yeah. want to deal with it. Yeah. Well, I wanna, I'm kind of curious to know about you because there is two new weapons to Iron Banner they're bringing. They're bringing back two, back two new weapons. Um, let me find them real quick. Um <laughs> And this is it. So you're going to get the Guiding Sight. It's an old, I believe this is a remade version of a year one weapon. I can quickly look real quick and see. Or a way older version. They just re-updated it to have random rolls. Yeah, and it's a scout rifle. Yes, that's a scout rifle. It's not bad. I, I think, yeah, Guiding Sight was a year one, was originally a non-random so, one. No, I want the hand cannon more. And... I know you may be thinking, oh, he wants a hand cannon with a PvP setup. No, actually. I want that 120 with Wellspring. I want that Wellspring roll. I don't care how good it is, how bad it is. Okay, let me find out what the hand cannon is again. It's a 120. I know. It doesn't tell me. That does not tell me what the hand cannon is. <clears throat> it's a 120 chunk of monka. Steady hand, there it is. Okay. So, now, I... I, it's a, an aggressive frame, so it's a, is it a 120. Um, and the, I'm going to tell you what the perks are. So you can get this in the four slot. You can get Snapshot, Wellspring, Swashbuckler, Iron Gaze, and Iron Grip, and Mulligan, which is weird on a hand cannon, to be honest with you. Mulligan on a hand cannon is kind of weird. Um, I mean, that and in certain aspects, because well, you yeah. do try to 120 now, because their range is insane. Well, yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying it's it's different on a hand cannon. Most of the time, I only see Wellspring on full uh, not Wellspring, but uh, Mulligan on full auto weapons. That's true. So it'll be interesting uh, and snipers. It'll be interesting to see how it works on a hand cannon. So true, Mulligan has my interest, but again, my primary focus again would be that Mulligan roll, uh, not the Mulligan. God damn it, you made me the say wellspring. it. The wellspring. Well, damn it. Because I, there are not many weapons that have Wellspring, no. and I'll admit it. I'm kind of a slut for 120s. I have been for a very long time. Even when they were bad, I still loved them. They just have that right amount of oomph behind them. That just gets me there. Don't get me wrong. I love 180s. To this day, I have a 7th Seraph with Furman Planted and Timed Payload that it'll melt way faster than it has any right of melting. And I have gone on streaks with it. But 120s, they will always have a special place in my heart of just like 180s. I see is 357 handguns. They're revolvers. They chunk, but 120s are a 40 mag that just got that right amount of oomph behind them. Mm -hmm. well, they are just music to my ears. I'm just I'm just a big fan of 180s because I like Malfesians, and Malfesians yep. is so steady. It's ridiculous. Now here's a question. Mm -hmm. Now I did look around. Is it true that it can get rapid hit in the third slot? So the third slot, I'll, I'll, this is what it'll get. Are you talking about the hand cannon? 
the hand cannon, yes. Okay, so according to what I'm looking at in the light, which does have the API, and you can actually just like light.gg for those PC players. Um, little light does have this option. Um, you can get moving target, quick draw, um, outlaw, zen moment, killing wind, and slide shot. So it doesn't come with rapid hit, which is kind of sad. But I mean, those are still not that bad of a perk combo. There's quite a few of them that would be really good in PvP and PvE. I'm I sorry, but killing oh. wind, in my opinion, according to little light and what I'm using for little light for their um, recommended it's role system, right now. They say Killing Wind's a better PvP. is good for PvP. Personally, I because still you... think it's PvE still. It's still good for PvE. It's actually got some pretty good bonuses for PvE too. The, the biggest reason Killing Wind is considered a really good perk is it essentially lets all weapons become lightweights, increase your mobility, yes. increase your overall lethality. Oh, yeah. But in my wrong. opinion, I would lean towards a Killing Wind or an Outlaw with a uh, Wellspring. Mostly because again, if I'm pulling out a 110, a 120, I'm trying to clean you up with, clean mm -hmm. you up with it. I've poked you down. I've done something with my other weapon, and my 120 is just here to kill you. Right. And and the wellspring lets me get my stuff back. So I again feed back into my lethality of I have my grenade back, or I have my class specific ability back, or I have my melee back, which with Solar Tree Hunter is a possible one shot. Mm -hmm. Not wrong. Not wrong at all. Now, uh, I want to get into the roles for the Guiding Sight. Uh, nothing against the hand cannon, but I want to kind of talk about this one, because this is kind of an odd roll setup, okay? It, it doesn't make really much sense to me, and where they laid the perks out. But, so Guiding Sight, you get, um, in your fourth slot, you can get a Vorpal Weapon, which is pretty cool, Iron Grip, mm -hmm. Iron Gaze, One for All, which is kind of weird on a scout rifle, Osmosis, which is okay, but they put Zen Moment in the fourth slot. Hmm, that's There's interesting. There's no, the only damaging perks that give you extra damage are One for All and Vorpal. Hey, don't underestimate One for All. No, no. It may not no, no, like no, a good listen. perk, but that is a considerable damage it is, buff that people it are is good. on. I, not, I, wasn't, I wasn't knocking it. I'm just saying there's only two damaging perks when most scout rifles have more. That is weird. true. But one for all, you're not wrong. One for all is really great. I just don't understand how it's going to work with a scout. I understand how it works with a shotgun or a and a. Uh, um, it all depends how much rifle. bullets in the mag. Um, 14 in the mag with uh with the according to what this is, it only got so it automatically has a certain roll set up on the top, and the bottom one is where you customize it. Um, but it automatically comes with tack mag. So tack mag, you know, you get one extra magazine round. So I'm assuming 13 base. Is it a what type of like roll are we looking at? Are we looking at a small mag rapid fire? Or are we looking at a chunky monkey? So the the, the roll that they have set up right now is a tack mag with slide shot and vorpal is the primary roll that they have here. What's its RPM? It is a one fifty. It's a high impact. Oh <clears throat> uh, yeah, that'd do it. But, oh um, my impact with one for all oh my god now listen to this so this is their third slot so the third slot for this you get slide shot rapid hit quick drop surplus ambitious assassin and hip fire grip now surplus isn't really marked for anything but i feel like surplus is actually a really good perk most people would say it's pretty horrible and everything like that it's actually a really good perk i have it on a bow and you'd think that, you know, a bow surplus wouldn't do anything because all it does is increase handling, it, reload speed, and stability. It does so monstrous. Dude, 
dude, I used my melee and I got and my grenade and I used up my energy for it, and I had surplus on there, and I'm like, whoa, why is my bow not firing as fast as it was? Like, yeah, oh, no, that whoa. surplus is just, it is nasty. It is. It's really that good. weapon. I a hundred percent. If I got that scout, I would want a surplus, one for all. Most again, the surplus lets you pretty much make the weapon better. Mm -hmm. Reload speed is really hard on those high impacts. It oh, is. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is mean. Then so you guys do rapid hit too. Rapid hit does about the same, except for the uh, increased uh, handling and uh, stability. Yeah, but you want that handling, and you really want that stability on the high well, impact. I guess rapid hit you does do stability. Really you really want that, and see the problem with. The reason I lean more towards surplus than rapid hit mm -hmm. is because you gotta land those headshots. Not wrong. With surplus, it's just boom, you have the increased stats yep. right off the get go. 100%, you already have them. Go ham. You don't need to care. No. And then with one for all, it's a damage buff. I mean, just tag some people with a high impact, watch them scatter. Mm -hmm. Or they're gonna try to lane you. High impacts have really good range. So if you like looking on a point, there's a couple people there, and you just kind of tag them. And plus, one for all, what people assume one for all is, is there's a limited time. Now, for other perks, that would be true. Like rapid hit, you stop shooting after, like, what, a second or two? It's gone. Or you reload, and it's gone. But for one for all, you get, like, five seconds in between tags. And if you get three people tagged with that, you get, like, almost ten seconds of a damage buff. And that is a monster of a damage buff. But it does require some effort, and it does require some setup. But if you're using a high impact, you should already be laning people and just kind of ducking and weaving. Like, right. you're going to lose to an ace of spades anyway, so what does it matter? Just mm -hmm. play a scout range. Not wrong at all, not wrong at all. Now, it, I will make this really interesting point with Iron Banner. Uh, you realize that we... so. We only have four weapons in Iron Banner. Four. You realize no. that, right? Uh-huh. You have an auto rifle, a sidearm, a scout rifle, and a hand cannon. That's it. Yes. Everything else is sunset. Yes. So, I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure... What is there to pursue, really, in all honesty? There isn't much to pursue. Unless they somehow bring something hidden they haven't put out yet. As far as I know, I don't see anything. Nothing is viable. Not, you're, there's nothing else in this thing that's going to be viable. Everything now, else is sunset. What I would hope... Right now, we they're still kind of tinkering around with stuff, in my opinion. That's what I see it as. They're still tinkering uh, oh, around yeah. and trying to recover all the stuff they sunset. Um, but again... If I remember correctly, with every one of these dawning events, we've gotten a new type of pinnacle or pursuit weapon is a pursuit weapon or pursuit or whatever. Now, oh, you want to talk about the dawning? Oh, I, I mean, go ahead and say what you're saying. But with the dawning, they haven't released any information if we're going to have a weapon like that. Yes, what they if they're trying to get little bastards? They are. And there's another iron there's weapon a like there's a weapon. There's a weapon. Which one? Um, at one million dollars for the raise, there is a dawning twenty twenty legendary reward for the preview. Well, that's a preview. Already been, there's already been leaks on it. Yeah, but that's only a preview. Like, data there's mining. no, there's no perks of it, but there's already data mining done on it, and everybody knows what it is. It is a fusion rifle. 
We haven't had one of those. Yeah, we have. We've had a linear. No, we've had a linear, not a regular fusion. Uh, what would you call... Um, shit, what's it called? Uh, linear fusion rifles go in your heavy slot. Regular linear, fusion rifles... I know, and we have, we've had one of those. I can't remember what it's called right now off the top of head. Um, something about... Uh, loaded question. All right, the Vanguard one. We don't talk about that. That thing's garbage. I'm talking about it's actually really good. Reservoir Burst is really good. I've found it garbage, but I also don't use fusion rifles that often. Neither do I, but I like that one. And plus the quest for it was kind of a pain in the ass, so I didn't really no, commit. No, no. So I never got it. So I personally never got it, but, you know, for people who are willing to put in the time, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. But... There's something I would love to see this fusion rifle be if it is a fusion rifle, but I know it won't ever fucking mm -hmm. happen. We still have issues out of the current one. Is a kinetic fusion rifle? I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It'd be interesting to see, but I don't think that's possible. I'm sorry, but the exotics make sense for it to be a kinetic. Yeah, and Bastion is so goddamn powerful right now. It is so hard to balance. Bastion still rules the Crucible as a monster. It is. It's horrible. That's why it, that and um. Yuten, or, yeah, Yuten? Joden? Yoten. Yoten. Um, I just personally... I hate that like fusion. I hate that fusion. I hate that fusion. That fusion I mean, yeah, should not exist. Wrong. I've used it's... it once in PvE. Once. To try it out when I first got it. Monster. And I threw it away. Because I didn't need it. It's worthless. But I would love to see more kinetic fusion rifles. Like, give us a legendary one. Give us one legendary kinetic fusion rifle that doesn't take up an exotic slot. What, no, no, no. And if, if you're going to talk about can, if you're going to talk about an, uh, an exotic type style weapon that needs to become a legend, let's talk about these trice rifles, man. Trace rifles, come on. <laughs> Dude, I would sell my soul to get a kinetic trace rifle that didn't fall in the fucking exotics. I'd I'd be Not so happy. Kinetic, it, kinetic. You couldn't. I'm sorry, you couldn't make a kinetic fusion uh, trace rifle. That is true. But because giving me a be good giving me like a legendary version of it would be cool it doesn't even have to be that hard that strong but give yeah. us the ability to do something with them you know we're we're, we're kind of we, we there is nothing to pursue in this game I mean, it's it's the pursuit for weapons now are kind of boring i mean i watched a uh, video i think it was yesterday uh was it yesterday i think it was yesterday but it was sweat sickle yeah, him claiming that there's not really a lot it of content. seven like, minutes long, and he's like, there is not enough content to sustain a YouTube channel on Destiny right now. There's so little content, I cannot sustain myself. And I'm like, I mean, wow. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not. If you no. look at it, you basically, right now, the only reason why you're playing right now is to get ready for the next raid or when Vault of Glass drops. But when Vault of Glass drops, there is no day one raid race. So there's no point in doing it day one. No. So Unless because it's already six years old. You know what I mean? It, he's he was he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Like there's nothing really to grind your ass off for. Like I did mostly because I wanted to enjoy the season more. And to my fucking credit, all my characters are almost at the hard cap. Yeah. Oh, almost like two are at the hard cap and they're struggling to get past it. But almost all three of them. And I have one of every class. And I have pushed myself non-fucking-stop to get there. And now that I'm there, I'm just kind of like, what now? I do these asinine, pain-in-the-ass quests to get ten more levels. 
knowing that I'm going to have to sweat my ass off to get one weapon and I could end up, you know, grinding my ass off and just get another exact same thing just one point higher. Yeah. Yeah, you're There's wrong. nothing really to play here. Like I can understand, you know, you've made exotics a lot easier to farm. I will never argue that. Those legendary lost sectors, they have a point for living. Do I believe yes. they're way too difficult? Fuck yes. Whoever thought about them as a fucking sadist. There's only they two are. legendary lost sectors. I've actually only done one, actually, technically. I've only been able to complete one. There's only one legendary lost sector I have found the easiest method to do and be able to complete it. Yet, it's, I, 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 why is it only the one that is viable? Like, seriously, why is it the only one that's easy enough to do? The rest like, of them are a pain in the ass. They they truly I are did. a pain in the ass. Even at level 1250, even 1230, they're a pain in the ass to do a legendary lost sector. And yeah, there's YouTubers everywhere saying, oh no, use this one build. Yeah, but you have mods that are super good and you have armor that's really good. Mm -hmm. You have the time to grind it. I work for a living. I don't have the time to grind for these builds. Yeah. That's like, why I'm personally actually I'm going to be getting I'm actually working on a build for uh, I'm actually going to make a build for the uh, uh, Garden 2A one. Mm -hmm. That's the uh, the, the Cosmodrome one with mm -hmm. the servers. I know a really good build for mine. Well, I know a good build for that one, but it's because I got the Argent Ordnance with a bad omens because it you know if it's running a void. Dude, I deleted with a charge of light. Mind you, I don't really have that many good charge of lights. Mm. I was running Risk Runner, uh, Long Shadow, and Bad Omens. Risk Runner melts everything there. Doesn't matter what it is. It will delete it off the map. Because you proc that so quickly. It just yeah. deletes Everything it rips through barriers so quickly it bugs them and you got to keep ripping through them. But then you get to the last boss, which is a ball. And if you have enough like ammo for the rocket launcher, which you should have if you're rocking, just pure find me rocket launcher ammos. Mm -hmm. I got to the final boss and I used all my rockets to just delete it and then ran, grabbed the shit, and just let all the ads kill me because then I just waited. Gar I that one was the easiest for me because risk runner at 1250 makes it a joke see i did it's the, just so this is how i did it i did it as um so this is what i did for my build i did it with um outbreak with mm -hmm. a uh um shit what is it called damn it um when is that legendary auto rifle from uh garden shit reckless oracle um and I used a uh, Fallen Guillotine with uh, Silence mm -hmm. of Squall on my Hunter. This is how I did mine. And it worked really well. Now, I mean, you don't have, I, don't, I haven't tried it on my Titan yet, but my Hunter build, that's what I was running. And it, it was wonderful. Like, I mean, shit, I, did, I just walked in and wiped everything. I didn't have to do much. There wasn't much thought to it. I pretty much ran in there, shot some shit, and it died. Now, it worked really well. My I didn't really have much charge of light when my armor and stuff like that. That was pretty much... I didn't really worry about the armor. I worried about the weapons. And the reason why I recommend Outbreak is because the damage stacks. So what you do with Outbreak, you put anti-barrier on it. Then you have the auto rifle with the overload on it. And then you have the 
grenade perk on your class item that gives you, let me pull it out real quick, I'm actually going to check it, can't remember the name of it, um, I think it's Surge Eater or something like that. It's the one where you overload and you immediately get your grenade back? It's not just overload, it's any champion. So yeah, Surge Eater, to recharge your grenade ability whenever you or a member of your fire team disrupts a champion. And then you put Thermal Overload, which basically gives you store and stasis. Then you run your grenade, the uh, dust field grenade. You throw that onto an overload, it freezes them, you pull out your falling guillotine, you swipe at them. They and they wake up uh, from it, something... and then they, guess what, they get stunned again. You do it again, you have a grenade back by then. And another tidbit for anyone who has issues with barriers, if you break their barrier and throw a dusk field on top of them, freeze them. Even yep. if you like don't damage them enough, if the dusk field is able to freeze them before they're able to finish that animation, mm -hmm. you can actually double down on damage, and they will not be able to pop their barrier back up. Yep, but it requires time. Yeah, the, the 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 freezing effect actually does take them out of their animations. Um, I haven't tried it with anything else. I just know anti-barrier, you can, if you get the dust nailed grenade and you freeze them before they do the, the shield, it will cancel their shield out and you can do extra damage to them. It's, run, it'll it's even what it does wonders. It, it even cancels them out during if they're still stuck in it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's beautiful. It's, 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 it's broken. It's broken. Yeah. But like it helps. Fixed. They're also retarded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the reason why I like, recommend but, Outbreak is because it does stack damage when you have the three, the nanites. Like, in personal preference, my if you know if I know there's going to be an unstoppable there, I have to bring a hand cannon. And my best two I've always had work for me is Risk Runner or Hardlight. They just deal with literally everything in those law sectors, and it just doesn't matter. Oh, it's a solar burn. Well, let me just bloop, bloop this real quick, and I'm just going to keep firing until they stop moving. If you know there's going to be a lot of arc buddies, bring Risk Runner. All F4 delete the entire fucking area. See, the only thing I didn't like, so the only reason I recommend Outbreak and my and the way I did it mine, is because there's only void shields in that entire encounter. In that entire thing, it's only void shields. And That's then why using... I have I know. Well, using Outbreak um, for the boss, I didn't even enter the boss room. I stood at the very back using Outbreak to kill the boss it, because it cannot target you. It, he, you can move, or he can move around and stuff. He cannot target you because you're too far and you're out of line of sight. Yet Outbreak yeah, has the range of a god, and it can basically one-tap your ass from across the fucking map. So you're out yeah, of bounds for him, and you can still shoot him out. Yeah. See, I got lucky with my bad omens roll, and it has tracking module, right, so nice. I can just snipe and don't care. Yeah. I don't know. That's just how I looked at it. I mean, that's just how my build is right now. Have I tried anything else yet? No, I haven't been able to do anything else. I have else. managed to beat, I think, all of the Lost Sectors so far. At least once, except for the ones. I've only done the one. Mostly because I wanted the exotics. And now... I have every single hunter exotic. I have every single warlock exotic, and I'm missing like four exotics for my titan. Mm. And that's you it. Do the cipher quests. Well, mostly it's like Phoenix Cradle where I gotta finish yeah. Shadow Keep, and then there's like uh, like two more boots I'm missing, and that's it. I own every other exotic in the entire game for both warlock and hunter. Do I own every weapon? No. 
because some of those weapons can suck my wingy. Mm -hmm. Do I have a good portion of exotics? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. I don't know. Just my thoughts on this. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm kind of, I am lost on what they're doing for content. Wrathborn hunts are cool, but they're not grindy. They're not, there's not enough to really hold you over. There literally is only two bosses for each enemy type. Like, why? Why? Why can't you give us more? It why isn't can't we like get a boss thrall? The worthy event. This the season just... of the worthy event was really good. Um, the hell? The, was, the one where uh, Saint 14 wasn't that worthy? No, that's Dawn. Dawn. With the, yeah, no, the three different the times, the three different times, the past, the present, and the future, or whatever. Yeah, it was really fun. Those were beautiful. Dude. Those were fun. I want to go back to that. I actually missed that event. I love doing that activity. Yeah, I, I miss going and doing that activity. I'm tired of the either the three man or the public events. I'm tired of those. Can we get more six man events? Please give us more six man activities. I'm tired of doing the three man activities. It gets boring when you only have three people at a time. Yeah, it does. It gets really fucking boring. And even like the contact one, it was fun, but after a point, it was just annoying. It was basically just another public event. It was boring. I'm like, okay, cool. This is a public event. I can start up whenever the fuck I want. But the honeymoon phase, when it wore off, it immediately got annoying. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is new and cool. And then like halfway through the fucking season, I was like, I don't even want to fucking bother. I'm showing up for the weekly bounties and that's it. And like, but that one, the season of the dawn, I was constantly in that shit because I wanted some of the new weapons. That's when we first got our very first wave frame. Mm -hmm. grenade well, don't get me wrong. I like the weapon picking system. Like you were like given a choice of like, you get this, you can pick this many weapons. You this your choice. This is your choice. You can pick between these weapons, these weapons, these weapons. Make and then choice. like, Make your choice. you could pick more than one. Like you, mm -hmm. if you wanted more rolls on that auto rifle, you could have at the end. You could get a pinnacle drop, and then after that pinnacle drop, you still got another choice, which was guaranteed to be a, guaranteed to be a powerful drop. Mm -hmm. And then you got another, another choice, if you wanted it to be, that was another roll of the exact same weapon, but as another powerful drop. Mm -hmm. So you could get three of the same weapon until you got what you wanted. And that wasn't just, oh, once a week. No, it was per time you ran the shit. So eventually, you were going to get what you wanted, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do. I, I miss the Donnings event. It was super fun. I mean, even a dying's event was fun. It was boring after a while, but I mean, it was fun. It was a six-man activity that actually had something to do. Yeah. You actually ran and actually had like a progress bar that you actually progressed it. Whereas in Undying and Arrivals, it was literally a public event. See, that's what I'm hoping we'll get out of this dawning is like something to do. For like, a, like three weeks? Even then, like just something. Yeah, Give yeah. something. I'm just hoping by the time Donning is over, we actually get, you know, more stuff for the Wrathborn hunts. Like, I'm hoping we get more bosses for the Wrathborn hunts. I really do. I would get some something, just something. Right now, we don't have shit. Mm -hmm. I'm just tired of doing the same four bosses. I'm sorry. No. Even I don't really want to do them, and, like, I don't even have good rolls of the weapons. I just don't want to do them. I'm only doing it because I'm trying to get a really nice SMG to use for my... Um, loadout for my going and getting uh, other exotic armors. 
like I think I have a good uh, roll on a, a, a good friction fire that is. It's just, it's not worth pain in the ass, dude. I have a decent one, but it's not my favorite favorite. Like, I have two of them, okay? One has Killing Wind and Wellspring and a Reload Speed Masterwork. I have a... Let's see where my friction fire is at real quick. i got to find it real quick. And it is actually really nasty when I start landing headshots. Right, I have two rolls. I have a Zen Moment Wellspring and a, with Accurized Rounds, and I have a um, Sympathetic Arsenal Zen Moment with a Tac Mag and I believe some kind of rifling. It's a, They're both good rolls. Don't get me wrong. They're great rolls. That SMG is actually a really good SMG, but I want a damaging perk of some kind. I want some kind of perk that actually does extra things for me that besides, you know... Yeah. See, the only reason I keep the friction fire I have with Killing Wind and Wellspring is because it was a base 1250 roll. It was already at the heart cap. Oh, nice. Nice, yeah. And, like, the other friction fire I have has subsistence and sideways. Slideways. Whatever. Yeah. And, like, neither one of them are really good rolls, but it's just kind of one of those, like, eh, do I really want to keep grinding this shit for a better fucking roll? And the answer is always no. Not fucking really. Yeah, not wrong. The only thing I want to get a little more of is those uh, new, uh, the new wave frame, and that's about it. Yeah, it, the new new wave frame is actually pretty fun. I was using it in the last wish raid last night due to um, <clears throat> someone using their their channel points. Um, <laughs> King Kai, who can't be here right now, he was called back to work, so we ended up having to record this without him. Um, sadly. It just sucks that he had to do that, but it's understandable. Makes sense. Go make money. If I could, I would too. But um, <laughs> um, he used channel points last night on my raid on my stream and redeemed them and made me use a blue sidearm, a green rock grenade launcher, and a legendary heavy grenade launcher for second encounter Shirochi. <laughs> And after we did it once, I was like, this is not too bad. I'm going to go ahead and try it again. I just changed out the grenade launcher for the special because I didn't really care for it. With To the new Waveframe one, it was actually pretty decent for ad clearing. And it wasn't too bad on DPS either. We were able to make it to second phase or the second uh, platform section mm -hmm. using my grenade launcher, which wasn't too bad. But no, it, I mean, it just, I mean, it, I don't know. There's just, it's, there's a lack of content. I'm hoping with them bringing some things, example being Prophecy, which we can talk about real quick. Um, they're bringing Prophecy back. I'm hoping that that gives us more content to grind for. I do hope, do not get me wrong. I feel like if they updated the weapons inside of both the Shattering Throne, the armor inside of Shattering Throne, the weapons inside of Shattering Throne, um, inside of Pit of Heresy, and the armor inside of Pit of Heresy to a current season armor set or a current season weapon set, it would make it more viable and more useful to play. Meaning there's more, yeah. content, there's more content to grind. You know what like, I mean? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff they just need to do. Imagine if they made Shattered Throne, the weapons from Shattered Throne, I mean, they got rid of them, the weapons that were originally dropping from Shattered Throne, and they put in all the Seven Seraph weapons. And That'd then be the, great. The, and then, then the Seven Seraph weapon armor set. I mean, And then be... in Pit of Heresy, they put in the Season of Dawn armor set and the Season of Dawn weapons or whatever weapons, the Season of Rivals weapons in there and the Season of Rivals armor sets. You know what I mean? Mm. Could you imagine if they did something like that? 
I mean, it would make the content worth playing instead of feeling horrendously one-sided right now. You're just constantly searching for a better something mm -hmm. that you already have a good version of. Exactly. It, it, it just seems like we don't really have an end game. Like, true, you want to get as strong as you can to take on the raid, but what then? Yeah, the end game's done after that. After you beat the raid, it's done. Like, I've already beat the raid once, and it's... I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I want to go back in and do more, because it's fun. I want to get more weapon rolls, but... I'm 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 already at max level at on one of my characters. I'm at literally at the saw the hard cap. I'm at twelve fifty, twelve sixty something with my yeah, twelve sixty one yep. with the artifact There's power. No reason to hit that pinnacle cap cap cap. Thanks, Brian. Eventually got there. Mm -hmm. Aside from going to do those legendary law sectors, which Oh, no, the master law sectors. But why the fuck would you go do the master law sectors when there's already legendary law sectors that do the exact same fucking thing? One thing you'd need to do that for, one triumph in the entire thing. Is one but they triumph really for the work. seal for this the the DLC seal for Beyond Light seal. That is the only thing you would need. That is the only reason why you would want to do it. And some people just won't even fucking want to bother for that. Ooh, I got bragging rights. I want to do it Congrats. just primarily because I want the seal. I like not even the title. The title is not my favorite. I mean, what is it? What is it? Splintered is the title that you get from Beyond Lights. But I mean, to complete a seal would be cool. Yeah, but why fucking bother though? Like, you get bragging rights. More titles. Congrats. Titles. I mean, I'm not even worried about bragging rights. Out of this? No. Do I get anything out of this aside from the sense of completion? No. no. Then I'm going to get really fucking bored because then I have nothing to fucking do. Not wrong. Not like wrong. once you hit that pinnacle cap, but there's no reason to hit the fucking pinnacle cap. Once you hit 1250, you're still at the hard cap. You only get 10 levels more. Mm -hmm. And even then, the master lost sectors are still higher than you. Mm -hmm. So you're still going to have the exact same legendary problem to where 10 to 20 levels below, you're getting destroyed with no mercy. Not wrong. You're not so wrong. what's the point? Why hit the pinnacle cap? They need to add a reason for that pinnacle cap to exist aside from just dar her 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 her. Yeah, right. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. I mean, I, there is no reason to do pinnacle caps, really. They should just leave it at hard caps at this point. Cool, it's a pinnacle cap. There's something else for me to kind of grind for to hit that max level, but why? There's no content that's hard to do. I mean, if they made Wrathborn Hunts, they gave you the ability to do. Um, a 1260 version or a 1270 1280 version of them then it'd be worth it but they don't See, have that because the only reason why i say this the only reason why i say that is because during season of the dawn you had you could do the hard mode version of the the event of the sundial you actually get, had a, the hard too. mode for that it would drop a fucking pinnacle if you did yeah exactly so you you, you literally had a, a thing so if they if they made it to where when you did the Wrathborn hunt on that higher difficulty with your three-man team or solo or whatever, it was a guaranteed pinnacle drop no matter what. At now, least once per week. Once per week at least for just for that. I would like to see, what I would like to see, and this is this is signing a death wish. Mm. All right. What if they added master raids? master raids that were higher light level than the pinnacle cap because right now all the raids 
motherfucker, you can run around in circles and beat them sideways with a fucking stick. Okay? They're you. all super low level. Let me be real with you. So right now, you can take a... You can run an entire build of... Uh, what are they called? Uh, sunset weapons and armor into Last Wish. Because it's, it's literally a 1050 raid. And you can win. Will it be easy? No. No. But you can do it. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, of course you can't do it in, in the newest one, Deepstone Crypt, of course, because it's newer raid level. But, again, I mean, the fact that you can do that is, you know, it, it, it's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. There is nothing for me to do in Last Wish besides go and try and get a 1K, which I still haven't gotten yet, but no, like point. What I'm suggesting is what if they made a harder version of a raid? An older raid. What if they gave us contest mode that we can turn off and on? Yeah, or like when but, like again, harder versions would have champions in them, oh. you know, it would make the boss fights just a different, like change the mechanics of how the boss fight works to where you had, you know, the normal version of the fight, and then you had the master version of the fight, which were two different fucking ball games. The problem, though, with that is Riven is not very good to do that with. And Garden of Salvation is a specific boss type damage phase. You really can't do that with. If they did it to certain bosses within the raid, that'd be cool. Like, imagine... Like I, could, I could see a Shiro, not even a Shirochi, but a Kali being done differently. Like, um, a Kali fucking Harpy being done differently. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just change how some of the boss fights are dealt with. Mm-hmm. Like, make them either a little bit more complicated or done a different way. Like, okay, what if in the new raid, on a master version, there had to be two operators and only operators could damage the uh, thrusters? Or the people holding the buff were the only people who could damage the thrusters? Yeah, that would take some time to get used to, and it would be kind of interesting to obtain the mechanics. Um, for the Harpy, um, imagine uh, for Moat Team, instead of not, not, not against the boss at least, but for Moat Team on the, the Harpy encounter, third encounter. Imagine you the, where the, 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 you know, you've got the relay you've got to go to. Uh-huh. Imagine there's a wall cutting you off. You cannot go straight to it. You have to go around. Yeah. You actually need to think, like, what am I willing to deal with? Or, like, what if when you deposited moats, it locked down that area and the person behind the wall who deposited the moats had to shoot that wall out? Mm-hmm. They had to focus fire, bust that wall down, then you could swap back and forth. Because, you know, what the fuck ever. But if you can't deal with the enemies that are coming in, you break down the wall, somebody comes in with moats, and then they have to go do it. Yeah. yeah I mean, something like that. I mean, could you, I mean, just change the mechanics a little bit, do something different. Doesn't have to it be just, the exact boss boss because the boss. I mean, again, they've already made the boss encounter certain ways. I, I feel like, like how really do things could be adjusted to where you could feel the difference in difficulty mm-hmm. even before the difficulty was introduced. Yeah, just something to reward players who are going to sit, commit to a build, hit that pinnacle cap, mm-hmm. have them push as hard as they can get, get the best stuff they can get their hands on. They deserve something that's in game for them, something mm-hmm. they. Can with their buddies who have all done this yeah right wrong. now the only thing people like that can do is go play another game where we'll wait for more content yeah well there's that and then on top of it i mean i know vault of glass is coming when is that going to happen they have not released any information what they're doing with it and 
you know, it, it, it sucks. Because, I mean, Vault of Glass, it's an old raid from D1. Don't get me wrong, I would love to see us back, you know. But why is there no information on it yet? Why is there no, like, oh, hey, there's a date, we might get it next season, we might get it sometime later this season, you know? Why is there no information on it? Like, and then I have so many questions about the Vault of Glass. Like, what exactly are we getting back? Are we going to get Vex Smith class back? That right. is the reason so many did Vault of Glass, is because that one and exotic... The, the hand cannon, that uh, legendary hand cannon, I can't remember what it was called. I don't remember to save my ass. But that's what everybody wanted was the Vex Smith class. Everybody wanted it. It was dominant for so goddamn long. I mean, mean, that's the thing, though. You could straight up imagine if they did bring Vault of Glass back, they brought back Mythoclast. But, I mean, imagine if they changed the way you acquire it instead of just being a random drop. It's a quest now. What if its fucking perks are different? Oh, yeah, the perks are going to be different. But, like, still... That would be a reason to play it. That had a stupid drop rate, but it was so good. Well, imagine they brought yeah. back skeleton kings keys with it because that was a that was a feature in D one. They had skeleton keys in the raids. I think I think it was raids or was it nightfalls? I can't remember exactly where the skeleton keys came in play. But imagine if they brought stuff like that back. That gives you another grind. Oh, I need to grab these skeleton keys so I can get a really good gun. You know, what happened to who misses the old? Was it D1? They used to have uh, legendary armor sets that dropped from specific bosses in Nightfalls. It was either pieces or sets. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I know Omnigol had a specific armor piece or a set that dropped from Omnigol her... had a specific pulse rifle. I have to remember. I'll have to look at Destiny. Let me Google this real quick. Like, it's going to bother me. Go ahead and talk. There was, there was strike-specific weapons. Only from that one strike. And now there's so many strikes that have a specific weapon and they're bad, and then some just don't. Like, Broodhole doesn't have one. Mm-hmm. True, it was originally only meant for PS4, but even when it was in PS4, it didn't have any specific drop. What about that new one in Shadowkeep? It has never had one since day one. It doesn't even have a legendary, like, ship or vehicle or anything it doesn't even have a specific shader it's just there then why the fuck mm-hmm. would i do it it's on the nightfall so the nightfall can get shut the fuck up why would i actually want to fucking do it yeah right i'm just like why wouldn't they why why is it not you know why do they not have stuff like that again I'm looking at this right here. So strike-specific loot. I just looked this up on Google real quick. But they had strike-specific. So Septic's Perfected gave you a Devil Dawn's, Devil's Dawn sniper. Uh, Septic's Disposed Bond. So it's only for Warlocks. The Wretched Eye had the Anthemia Cannon Mark. So it's for Titans. But uh, um, you had the Devil Dawn sniper, of course. And then the Hood of Malak, which is a Hunter Helmet. Um, then you had the abandoned Ab- abomination heist, which is uh, Mongrel Ogre's grasp, which is hundred gauntlets, and then Devil's Dawn sniper again. But again, they kept going and going. Each one had a specific armor piece. Like, do we even want to bring up the Bendy's grind that everybody went on for the longest time? Oh, I know, I know. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It was cool. Bendy's is still like a disgusting fucking shotgun, even though it's fucking sunset. Mm-hmm. It's still fucking nasty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, then why the fuck would I ever want a Fellwinner's Lie when there's a Bendy's? Oh, you you really want a Fellwinner's Lie? Mm-hmm. No, it's a damn poison. Because guess what? Guess what, my dear friends? Lord of Wolves still beats them both. Mm-hmm. Suck my dick and change my mind. 
Not wrong. Oh, no, now. someone just lets you slide. Motherfucker, I can just range you. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh. I don't know. I, I'm just very concerned. I don't understand why they're doing it this way. I, it, if they bring back stars, if they if brought back some specific loots to pursue, that'd be cool. I'm okay with that. I, w- I would truly be behind them on that. I mean, I feel like we need a grind. We need something to like, go right after. Shit. Like, again, I will stand by my statement that Necrochasm was the best thing Destiny ever added. Uh, Changed my mind. Which one was that one? Necrochasm was a exotic assault rifle that started out as a white weapon. You had to get... Oh, that's right. Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, then it turned legendary. Then you had to get more kills, unlock the entire tree, then beat the fucking raid and pray to God Crux of Crota dropped. Mm-hmm. And then you got a Necrochasm. You had this long, drawn-out process for the weapon. It went from white. You earned that purple. And then you did the fucking raid to get a drop to turn it into an exotic, which had a cool-as-fuck perk. Which... If you killed somebody with a headshot, they exploded like a curse for all. I mean, you're not wrong. Not wrong. To this day, that is my favorite exotic. Not only because it was meh, but because of, like, there was heart behind it. There was a reason to do the raid. It gave you a reason to go, like, grinding out to kill thralls. It gave you a reason to go to strikes. It gave you a reason because you wanted that exotic. It had that rush of, okay, now I'm on the purple. What does this do? It's just a really decent auto rifle. All right. What about the exotic? You got to beat the raid for it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I would love to get more weapons like that again. A, a grindy weapon. I miss the old D1 style weapons when you had when you get a weapon you actually had to upgrade it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it took forever to fucking do it. But could you imagine if they did it in today's system? With it would the be Destiny 2 system. It would it would be interesting, but I feel like they could pull it off a lot better than what they have now. You could basically what it would be yeah. it'd be a mod system. You would be at certain points during when you're playing with the weapon, all of a sudden Banji's like, Oh, thanks for using this weapon. Here's a new mod for your weapon. And it basically as soon as you go talk to him, he automatically gives you a random mod. A random yeah. perk for your weapon. Like, oh, you've uh, you you've opened up a mod socket on your weapon. Um, okay, now that you've opened that up, what would you like to slot into this? Like, wait, what? Yeah, because you imagine you got to pick. Like, oh, now, no, I, I, do, I do feel like I do feel like that'd be a little too much when it came too much choice because in that point, then there you can just get a god roll immediately and be done. But then it makes it fair. There's no weapons that hold like a superior advantage over anything else. You want a balanced no. sandbox to go. No. It's not, it's not that. It's just that, you know, it, it still needs to be somewhat random because then it gives you more things to do. Because at that point, you're just giving them something that's brand. You're just basically handing it to them, like, here you go. This is yours. This is make it your god roll. You're done. You don't need to have anything else. You, you're basically done grinding for this weapon. You don't have to do it anymore. I mean, There's no pursuit for anything. My argument for that is just where is the pursuit right now? And there's already weapons that hold a massive margin over other weapons. What is the number one thing you're killed by in PvP right now? Stasis. Everything. No, above even stasis. <laughs> I don't know. Fell Winter's Lie. Kind of. I mean, I don't see. I don't. I really haven't seen Fell Winter's Lie in a while, personally. You have not played enough PvP, my friend. No. You have not played enough PvP. It is everywhere. If there's a hunter, they have a Fell Winter's. Guarantee it, 100. percent 
don't know what else they got. They got a fell winters because mm. it will just touch your nuts and you're dead. Like, oh yeah, that's totally fair. You mean this one uh, the shotgun that was added one time and holds Dominion in cru Crucible. Mm -hmm. 100% Dominion. It is so hard to beat a Fellwinters. Like, the only way you can beat it is Lord of Wolves. And nobody really wants to use Lord of Wolves anymore. Everybody knows what it's there for and what it exists for. Nobody really wants to use it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just disagree with you on that fact about be, just giving them straight stuff. I, I just disagree on that. I feel like you need to give them Pursuit. Something to grind for. Nothing against giving them something really cool, but at the same time, you need to ensure that they continue coming back to play the game. That's, that's, what's, that's what the whole problem with the content grind right now is because it's, it's done. It's, there's nothing else to do. There's no grind for them. The most they can do is go to Europa and try to get those weapons, but nobody uses those weapons because... I mean, I do. I like those weapons, but nobody else does. Everybody else goes for the raid weapons. Once they've got all the raid weapons and they've got the perfect roles for them, they're like, we don't need really much anything else. You know. Mm hmm That's just the thought that I had. See, I already have what I want. So, for me, it doesn't really matter either way. Mm -hmm. Do I want some of the new weapons? Sure. I'd like them. Do I really want to put in the effort? Eh, not really. Like, there's know. no real reason yeah i'm just trying to i'm just trying to i'm just giving you an idea of like what you want to do how i would personally look at it you know but um on that topic truth uh i may actually have to jump off my wife has to head to bed okay can so you... i can't that's fine do you want me to, can can we very quickly stop recording this real quick um I'm gonna make, just give me two seconds. You're good. I just kind of wanted to give you a heads up because... Uh, You're good. I'm going to go ahead and stop recording on this one. Give me one second. I'm just going to make an outro real quick. Well, I'll uh, while you do that. Just give me one second. Um, uh, well, it, I, I want to say we need to kind of move on. We, we've been sitting here for a while, for about an hour and a half almost. Um, mm -hmm. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next our next thing. Um uh, here in just a couple seconds. All right, and we're back. I'm going to go ahead and do this a bit differently. So we had some problems. This is, uh, yeah, you're going to hear this in a weird kind of order. More than likely, I might have this in a certain order. It'll be kind of weird. Um, actually, it's going to be in the regular order. I take that back. Wow, what am I thinking? What am I thinking? What am I thinking? Um, it's going to be in the regular order, but you're going to hear me talk about this right now. Um, so King Kai ended up getting called to work. So he wasn't able to join us for the show topic of the week or the music and the questions for the show. Um, however, he was able to join us for the interview. So we did do that together. Um, Valor was unable to stay after we got done with the show topic to stay for the uh, TWAB. So we ended up skipping to the questions. And so we answered the question. So he's there for that part, which you'll hear after I read the news. So I'm going to cover the Destiny 2 news and the uh, other gaming news, and then it's going to go back to me and Valor talking about the other things and answering questions from you guys, our community. Um, so this week at Bungie, this is, so this was posted yesterday, the 3rd of 
December. So it's been a while since we last spoke. I mean, it hasn't been too long. We took a quick week off for holiday, but we're back on the grind. That's a bit to catch up on since last swab, new exotics have been discovered throughout Europa. Banshee has found new memories. The Deepstone Crypt has been infiltrated. A dinosaur is set into space. Quite a few of you have been asking about raid statistics. I've always, it's always fun to see how many players took out on the challenge for a competition during the first week. We dug through our database and found some fun stats to share. And we're happy to be surprised um, on how many you completed over to ever quest for the first ever jacket quest. So um, day one stats. Last Wish had four unique raid activity clears. Guard of Salvation had 551. And Deepstone Crypt had 29,000. 814 okay these are 10-day launch statistics for last wish you had your unique your, your unique raid activity clears was 3555 garden salvation was 33152 deepstone crypt had 258049 okay total player hours for last wish was 2,185,983 983 Garden of Salvation was 2,807,504. Deepstone Crypt was 7,156,651. Total kills was 300... Uh, sorry, wow. Total kills was in Last Wish was 338,667,495. Garden of Salvation was 446,461,881. Deepstone Crypt, 1,100,488,566. The total deaths of Last Wish were 32,000, or 32,743,740, wow, 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 I can't read. 32,734,027. Garden of Salvation had 42,000. Oh, wow. Wow, I still cannot read. I don't know why I'm doing thousands for some reason. 42,676,699. Deepstone Crypt had 85,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,
for the dawning. So now, by the time I'm right, when I wrote my twa, my my version of the, of this, they already have reached. I will go ahead and just skip down here. They have currently raised seven hundred and seventy thousand dollars, seven hundred and seventy thousand five hundred and ninety-seven dollars at the time I wrote this. So that's quite a bit of money. They've already surpassed within the first week seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for their hunter universal ornament so they've already you've already got all three of them unlocked so far after one million once they hit one million the dawning 2020 legendary reward will be will be, will be shown once they hit 100 after every thousand every 100,000 after reaching one million is a guest lore reading on their on, on live which is pretty cool so um they have some pretty cool concepts these guys do look pretty good we talked about um i believe me and uh valerie did talk about them they're pretty cool um very interesting. Um, if you would like to donate, uh, I believe you can just look up. Uh, let me try this real quick and see if it actually does work. I believe it's just give to game or game to give. Yeah, it's game to give. Well, game to give. If you just Google game to give, pretty sure you're going to either find a bungie.net page, which is the second article the post shows up, and from there it will literally let you go to the first there the actual thing. I believe the first page, the first search is the actual website but it's pretty cool that you've got this i mean the incentives are really cool you can do that you know but at the same time i i just again this is just a really cool a really cool thing i mean bungie is really good about doing this kind of stuff you know when it comes to donations and things like that and helping people out i, I just love the fact that they're willing to do this kind of stuff you know so that's pretty cool um so I just, this is, it's, I'm blown away by the community. It's, I mean, again, almost already a quarter million, a quarter of a million way already completely done. No, three quarters. Wow. Three quarters of a million. My word, my math is off tonight. Already done. It's amazing. Amazing. Within a week. They still have one more week to go. They're definitely going to probably hit their goal, to be honest with you. So that's amazing. Um, they want to talk about Iron Banners coming back. We did talk about that in our show topic of the week as well. Um, we talked about the weapon rolls on the new perks, on the, the new weapon rolls for the uh, hand cannons and the scout rifle. Um, this is the first Iron Banner to feature stasis power, so we're excited to, to, for what's to come. For any new light players out there, Iron Banner is limited 6v6 crucible activity with power-enabled combat. While artifact power is disabled, you'll want to infuse and equip your most powerful gear before jumping in. Similar to Control, there are three zones on the map. For your team to capture, the more zones you hold, the more points you get when you defeat Guardians. If your team is brave enough to capture all three zones, the opposing team will be locked out of capturing zones for a short duration. In other words, this is your time to shine while your enemies cower in fear. To say it clearly, capping those zones is one of the most important things you can do. Stay close to your teammates, slay your enemies, and enjoy the spoils of victory. Um, Lord Selvin can be found in the tower, offering Iron Banner bounties and with pinnacle powered rewards. If you'd like to adorn your Guardian and Iron Banner theme loot, he's got you covered. Two weapons from the first year of Destiny 2's have been reprised, now featuring random rolls. Additionally, the Iron Banner, the Iron Will Armor set, will be making its return updated to accept new combat mods, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's, it's pretty decent looking armor, in my opinion. It's not my favorite when it comes to Iron Banner, but it's not bad. So... Iron Banner will begin at 9 a.m. on December 8th and will be running till 9 a.m. on December 15th. You have one week to grind out a shitload of stuff. So, that's pretty cool. Um, next, they've got patch notes for the uh, December 8th stuff. So, in December 8th, they will be doing a bunch of a really cool patch for all the next-gen consoles. So, 
they they say that next gen that uh, they can't uh, December eighth can't come soon enough. In just a few short days, next generation enhancements will be coming to Destiny two. In case you missed your next gen article, here's a quick refresher of the update coming next week. So the feature for the Xbox Series X, the PlayStation five, and the Series S. These are what they're gonna do. The Series X will get an update to have a 4K re resolution. The PlayStation 5 will have 4K, and the Xbox Series S will allow for 1080p. The frame rate will be 60 FPS on the Xbox Series X, PS5, and the Series S. The 1200 1220Hz Crucible support will be supported on both the Series S, or the Series X, and the PlayStation 5. The Series S is not supported. Um, the Field of View Cider will be across the board. All three platforms will get it. The faster load times, all across the board, all three. Cross-generation play will be across the board for all three. The next generation upgrade free will be Xbox Smart Delivery, which if you have a digital version of a game, it's automatically given to you the newest version, I believe is how that works. Um, PlayStation 5 will, yes, support next generation upgrade free. Okay. For all de details concerning your next generation enhancement, you can go to their article. So, you got a few more things coming out. So, Destiny 2 update 3.0. Yeah, 3.0.1 has quite a few bit more under the hood. The team has been working on some bug fixes for f issues around the hat, the launch. But we also have a few promises to keep. Let's dig in. So Dungeons Prophecy, the Prophecy Dungeon will be returning to Destiny 2 on December 8th. This endgame activity is free to all players. Powerful rewards may be earned from the player from, from each checkpoint per week. Players can, may complete the dungeon once per week to obtain a pinnacle power reward. Previously featured weapons and armor rewards are available once more. Next, they have the, dependent, the Destiny Companion app, The Bounties. So in beginning next week, on the 8th, I'm assuming, players may acquire bounties from Destiny 2 vendors using the Destiny Companion app. Bounties may only be acquired when players are offline, in orbit, or in the tower. Um, this will be introduced through a Companion app update, which is planned for December 8th. Yep. Stay tuned to add a bunch of help for more information on the the. the companion app update so this is be interesting to see how this works i'm kind of okay with it because again when reason with daily reset hits i'm at work most of the time you know it'd be nice to have the bounties already in my inventory and i can just quickly already have them already ready to go so when i jump on all i've got to do is load up the activities and go sorry excuse me um <clears throat> Next thing they've gone to cover is the new light. So they resolve some issues. So fix an issue where the new light sub the new light subclass quests where Icor Waypoint was suppressed. Fix an issue where veteran players with two characters of the same class were blocked from acquiring their subclasses. Fix an issue where a step on the new light pursuit was not granting experience. And fix an issue where players who skipped the shotgun chest in the first mission did not receive special ammo when the shotgun was granted. Interesting. Um, moments to lost lights. Fix an issue where the waypoint on the exotic archive vendor continues to flash for players who own all exotics. That would be annoying. Um, now they fix this. So collections, badges, and armor in collections correctly select the player's class. So no longer when you open up the collections will it open on a random class that you're not playing as. Really annoying. Um, they're going to fix an issue where the UI would forget which page of the player was on after previewing an item in the, in the collections. This is really annoying for myself and a few of the, the guys in the, in the clan um, when we're looking for shaders to find. You know, the best way to look for a shader is to open up your collections, of course, and go through it and find the ones you own and just preview it because it shows you the entire armor set plus your weapon you're carrying in your hand, your prime, your kinetic, and it show, previews it with it. So it gives you a full preview. And that way you don't buy a random one and end up not liking it, you know. 
but it used to, as soon as you backed out of the preview section, it would straight up take you back to the very beginning of the entire thing. So I think flare it's emblems is the first pay is the first section. And then it goes to the, the ornament, the, uh, shaders. So every time you, you get out of a preview for the shaders, it would take you back to the emblems page. It was really annoying because then you had to find your page back at where you were in the collection screen. So that'd be nice to fix that. Um, they fixed a bug where some new armor mods had incorrect sources listed in the collection screen, which is pretty cool. So that'd be nice to have that fixed. Um, they're going to update for the Crucible, updated the Mercy rule for Control and Clash to prevent from triggering too early in the match. I believe this has done, been done a few times, but sometimes it makes sense. I don't know. Um, they fixed an issue where the survival medal could be awarded to players who were defeated during the round. That would be that would suck for not getting. You're actually not getting that, you know. Um, they fixed an issue where the untouchable medal could not be earned. Whoops, did not mean to hit my mic. So I don't know what the untouchable medal is, but apparently you couldn't earn it. Um, so next, this is where it gets really complicated and sucks. They are going to fix. Some Beyond Light Exotics. So Icefall Mantle, they fixed a bug where the Icefall Mantle's description did not mention the slow field it generates when active. Yes, it does activate a slow field. You don't really, you don't notice. They never wrote it in there. Now it will. Um, that's for the Titans. So the Hunters, the Mask of Bacchus, um, they improve the readability of visual effects when another player wearing Mask of Bacchus shifts directly toward you, which is pretty nice. And the updated description string of Mask and Barkus's perk to correctly describe the damage bonus, which applies only to combatants and affects all arc weapon damage and all damage against slowed or encased enemies. Additionally, fixed an issue where this damage was bonus was supplying to players who were slowed or encased in Crucible and Gambit. So they're not supposed to do this in Crucible and Gambit. It's not supposed to work. So sorry, guys, but this is not going to work in Crucible and Gambit. I do believe me and uh, Valor did talk about this in our show topic of the week, so... I, I can't remember exactly, but that's pretty interesting. Um, necrotic Grip. Fixed an issue where being killed by the, ar the effects of Necrotic Grip would show as being killed by the ar Architects, which would suck. So, um, we'll have a full list of patch notes ready to go on December 8th with more stuff probably being in there. Um, so, that's pretty cool. Next, they've got their, you know, their help part. So, this is where they're going to talk about the uh, stuff that's going on and what's going to happen. So... Next-gen consoles. When update 3.0.1 releases on December 8th, next-gen console users in PS, um, Xbox Series X and S and PlayStation 5 will need to download the full-size game, regardless if they have been playing Destiny 2 since Beyond Light's launch. This is not affect Xbox One, PlayStation 4, or Steam. Preload will not be available for this patch. Preloads are usually only available for expansion-type patches and not for available for hotfixes or seasonal updates. So, the downside. For you, those of you who have a Series X, Series S, you're going to have to re-download the entire game. That sucks. Um, <laughs> so, with the patches being live, this is what the update will be. You'll be downloading a patch at the Xbox Series X. We'll be downloading a 70-gig patch and the Series S. PlayStation 5 will be downloading a 67.0-gigabyte update. Xbox One will be downloading a 2.35-gig update. PlayStation 4 will get a 2.09-gig. And Steam will get a 1.5-gig. So... That sucks. <laughs> it does suck that you have to do that. But, you know, I guess that's life. Um, so here's some other stuff that they have also got. Um, they're changing. So below the list of some issues expected to be resolved with update 3.0.1. 
Um, the lift tubes in Warden of Nothing Strike fully drain super energy. The one and the one is Fanatic Triumph does, is not being awarded after defeating the Fanatic in the Forsaken campaign. The Hitless Triumph is not being awarded after defeating all the Barons in the Forsaken campaign. The holograms from looped emotes such as Lux, Luxurious Toast and Fancy Feline emotes disappear when the play, when and leave players in a static from, from position after the first loop ends. My word. The adorned sniper rifle cannot be reacquired from collections, so it should be fixed. Now, now here's a bunch of, this is a lot of known issues, plus one more that they just released today. So, here's the known issues. Players who are colorblind may have difficulty seeing trials in Wrathborn hunts. I don't know what that means, but cool. Um, but they're going to be fixing that. Um, it looks like in the Last Wish raid, players will get a place the relic prompt for Riven's heart, even if they aren't holding it. Interesting. The binary system ornament for symmetry disables enemy highlighting in seeker mode. Some players are being forced to reacquire the cryptolith lore every time they launch the game. Weird. Uh, major enemies that drop moon weapon parts aren't spawning. The Scourge of the Past armor can't take the seasonal arrival mods. The strength of memory challenge cannot be completed. Um, some icicles on the rimmed ghost shell are black and don't look like icicles. The Lost Lament quest sometimes progress inconsistently, not not at all, and sometimes needs to be abandoned and reacquired to continue. I have had issues with this. Um, kills of the Jade Robic Exotic Scout Rifle no longer auto-refill its magazine. The Holycon Vesige Exotic Sparrow takes shaders poorly. The Selfie Emote functions poorly on ultra-wide monitor, monitor setups. The Wisdom of the Witch Triumph no longer counts progress. Some players cannot progress past the first mission of A Guardian Rises. The director sometimes misgenders players in idle dialogue and gambit dialogue. Eris still has a weekly challenge for some players. The weekly, this weekly challenge intentionally does not provide a powerful reward. Which I have noticed it doesn't say. Um, flawless execution on the way of the war of the Wrath Hunter class subclass has a delayed trigger. Resettling resetting Valor ranks on step four and five of the Light Reforged Crucible quest prevents the feature the the feature Wow, the future Valor earned from being recorded for this quest. Multiple ships have their rocket effects floating behind the ship model. The Shiver Strike Titan melee does not function with the heavy-handed mod. Collections go back in the main menu instead of the previous selection. HDR isn't working as intended, and we're investigating player reports that their veteran dialogue has been replaced with new character dialogue. Wouldn't know. So that's good to know. Um... Another thing that they just disabled today was due to a recent discovery, um, discovered issue, we have disabled the Vesper Radius Exotic Warlock chest armor. Now, I will tell you why. Um, let me pull this picture up real quick on my phone because I did not put this on the, my, my dock um, permanently because I didn't want to share it with anybody yet. But I will share it with you guys right now. So, they had the, the, the glitch was going on. So, in Raid Secret, someone did post this. But it says, this could be used to infinite proc Vesper Radius shockwave ability. Remap your rift to an instant press button. Press rift when while sprinting over any small ledge, like world line skating. This will activate Vesper and not use your rift. Melee an enemy in PvP and both should hit at the same time for an instant kill. Also combined with Icarus Dash for Shockwave Dash and Phoenix Dive for Shockwave Dive. So that's pretty cool. Um, sucks that that's been disabled. It would have been interesting to see how that worked, but... At the same time, kind of okay with it. So, that was about it for all the notes there. Um, but DMG does say this is a wrap for a week. A bit too 
Look forward for next week and even more on the course of December. Thanks to the community art. I've just realized it's almost time for the dawning. More on that soon. Next week will be our final TWAB of the year. So they are ending the TWAB. So we're going to be doing the uh, podcast a little bit differently. After that, the next three weeks. So there, there is not going to be another TWAB until the... Um, I want to say the 7th of January, which kind of sucks. But um, we'll see how that works. Um, next week will be our final twelve of the year. We're encountering a period. We're entering a period where many of our employees will be spending time with their families, celebrating the year, the end of the of a year, and recharging for and recharging for what's to come in 2021. We'll be still around to respond to your feedback, process bug reports, and keep the servers running. Now it's time for me to raid. Looking for a better role, my trusty scout rifle from the Deep Zone Crypt. Any suggestions? Cheers, DMG. So that's pretty cool. Um. Now, in other news, um, Sony's PlayStation 5 apparently outspent Microsoft's Xbox One Series X 3 to 1 in launch ads. Um, you can play Cyberpunk 2077 on December 9th instead of the 10th, depending on where you live. That's normal. I do feel like that kind of sucks for everybody else, but I, I, I feel like in a clause they should have it to where... Um, uh, what is it? Uh, in some kind of clause when you first do it that they uh, can't stream it. You know what I mean? I don't know. This is my thoughts. Um, Halo Infinite is ready to go for spring 21, 2021, uh, says Master Chief Mocap, our actor. DLC-sized Doom Eternal Monster Hunter World mod introduces the Marauder alongside quests and equipment. And some weird bullshit news that I really didn't like, but I was going to put it in here anyways. Um, Fortnite might get Master Chief plus other Halo goodies. Not okay with that. Just saying. Okay. Um... So that's it for the TWAB, as well as the other news. Um, if you guys have any more things you would like for me to throw into our podcast, uh, feel free to uh, hit me up at um, Discord. Um, anything else? Anywhere else? Uh, Discord, Xbox. Yeah, those are about the areas I would recommend. Or you can DM me on Twitter. So, all right, guys. Um, I'll let you catch up to the uh, questions for the show, then. All right, we're back for the questions. Um, we had to do this in or out of order, just so you guys know. Um, both Kai and uh, Valor both are trying to. They, had, they both had things to do. Kai left when we right before we did show topic, um, and Valor's got to get ready to head out, head out now. So I figured while we had while I had him still, um, we'll go ahead and do the questions for the show, and then I will cover the TWAB and the other news, and we'll go through our music choices real quick. Um, that way we can, you know, cover everything on, cover the bases. And I just figured I'd ask him the questions so we can get the, the questions asked. Cause I know that there was a few people that put in questions this week. So I want to make sure that those got answered by our guest before he got off. So, um, genuine Jacks, one of our new members from the, uh, forsaken, the, the brotherhood of Kells clan, um, asks, um, can you host an event for dungeons and destiny? So, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but recently there was a uh, a group that actually made a Dungeons and Dragon campaign for Destiny, and it's using the Destiny stuff. So you have classes you can play as. So you can play as the Hunter, you can play as the Warlock, you can play as a Vex, I think actually, as a race. You can play as a Vex person, which is weird. But you can play uh, quite a bit. They've actually got quite a bit done, and it's actually pretty cool. Um, I mean, I'd be down for it. I mean, what do you think, Valor? Would you be down for a Dungeons and Dragons Destiny style campaign? In the clan? Well, I'm a uh, Dungeons and Dragons nerd. <laughs> I've been involved in Dungeons and Dragons since the 
3.5 gen. Oh wow! So I would, I would 100% be up for it. You, you know, you got to bring your fallen boy over here. You know, mm -hmm. I got to have my forearms. Yeah, bring right. it down. Um, I'd be down. I'd be down for it. Um, he also asks about the also the future of the guided games passion project. So last night. Me and him were in a party with, uh, I think TFP Ghost is in, was in there with us. And we had, we, I was just like, you know, let's load up a, a guided games real quick and see what happens. We loaded into a guided games on Garden of Salvation and got two people, actually, which surprised us both. Because I didn't think it was a feature that was used. But apparently it is starting to be used now. And, you know, I would love to see them do more with that feature, in, in a way. I, I feel like they're, it's so underused. If they gave it uh, like guided games, if they let clans do it between themselves, like in, inside themselves, like each individual person gets to when they when even in, even if you're in a six man party and it's all your same clan, you know, if they allowed them to, I guess, select what what mode they want to be, if they want to be a seeker, if they want to be a guider, you know, I feel like that'd be a really cool feature they could do. So that way it gives the clan a way of being able to make the oathkeeper bonuses. And imagine if they did that for the clan. And then what it would do is it would let the clan that you could make give them an oathkeeper score, like an actual number. And so whenever people like inspect your clan, they can see, oh hey, these guys are really good at guiding their their clanmates, you know, things like that. Like, could you imagine that as a as a thing, you know? I don't know. That, what do you think on that? Well, personally, I have no idea what guided games is. Um, Basically, it, it, it was. I you not. I just have no clue what that is. <laughs> So, I've never heard of it. Like, uh, it smile was, and nod? It was a feature they added in Forsaken that never got used. It was basically supposed to be a way to do an in-game LFG with matchmaking for raids. Mm. Kind of like um, got a solo queue for survival? In a way, what it was is you took... So in order to be, able to be a guide team, you have to have three to five players in your fire team to select guide to select the guide perk you in order to be able to be a, a seeker you can only have two people in your fire team or one person that makes sense so it was a way for solo players to pair up with people who may only need one person that or if um there's that or if they didn't know how to do the raid and they didn't want to they didn't know how to lfg it using the, the destiny app or okay that seems like, like that a... that was what it was the whole I point of I mean, it, it was a feature they added in Forsaken. It's still been in beta since then. It still says beta on it, and they haven't done anything with it. I mean, I just think what my idea would be would be was pretty a, a decent idea well, to help out. Why it's still in beta is just not a lot of people use it. It's just go to like you said, LFG. That yeah, or they have a clan, they're in a clan. The clan teaches them, you know. I mean, if, if the clan was given like an extra bonus, like they're allowed to take their own clan members through it, because you can't. Or or get this. Uh, go along with your idea. What if a clan actually did this? Like they sat down, committed to like running everything through it. What if we already have to where clans would get like a pinnacle or a powerful drop, right? Mm -hmm. What if instead it dropped an exotic form if they were willing to commit and get the points up through that? They were guaranteed one exotic drop. Oh, yeah. It, it doesn't need to be the raid exotic, but just a, an exotic drop. It could be literally anything. It could be in the exotic pool or it could have its own exotic pool where it could literally be anything. Mm -hmm. It could be a raid exotic. It could be a shit armor. You could get an Aeon Soul, or yeah. you could get a 1K Voices. 
I don't because think it'd that's be that way. I, 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 I hate to say this. I hate to burst your bubble, but I think the raid exotics should stay out. I know, but that's also a lot of effort, and you'll be doing a lot of raiding anyway. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to throw ideas because it, Guided Games does need, it has a really cool idea. It's a really cool concept for an in-game matchmaking system for raiding for people that don't know what they're doing. And if but anybody hears so hissing on my audio, that isn't an audio mic. It is, I, I have a vape with me and uh, it sometimes gets picked up. You're good. So that, that was one thing we were talking about. Um, he did want to know, he, so he asked the Darcy scope, is it ever useful with the info it displays when locked onto an enemy? Also, is it worth working on the catalyst and where would the best place to be? So we'll go over what the, what the, what's on the scope. So apparently, someone posted this, I think this is in the Destiny app. I don't know, Kai sent this to me. He didn't really specify where he got this information. But anyways, if you aim at an enemy to view its health and other critical information in the scope, what other critical information, you might ask? When you stay on a target for about half a second, those numbers in the scope always revolve um, all resolve, take a look at the attached image. Uh, he, I can't look at the image because he didn't send me an actual link to this place. Um, <laughs> but it states, the numbers in the bottom right of the display is the power level of your enemy. In the bottom left is the distance in meters between you and your target, as well as a gauge that fills up the further you move away from your target. When the gauge is full, you are at Darcy's max range before damage falloff applies. In the top left, two bars each with a number. These are what percentage remains of your enemy's health, which is the top, and the shield is the bottom one. If your enemy has no shield, the bottom bar will always be zero. Finally, I choose this image in particular because it shows the mind of its own ornament. With this equipped, the symbol in the top right of the scope changes from a D5 to a little picture of a Vex Harpy. You can compare it with the Vex Harpy I'm fighting in the image. You'll also notice the ornament changes Dorsey's color from blue to Vex bronze and off-white with their trademark red lens in the scope, suggesting a far more sinister and risky AI augmentation. Hope this helps. So it's kind of cool, cool concept. This actually, so it's actually good to know that there's actually Darcy's site actually has information that didn't know it existed. Did you? Uh, I don't use the Darcy, but I knew about the distance. I, I kind of figured and... that one of them was distance. You know, it, that makes sense. Some snipers have that in there. Well, Darcy's had that, and you can actually see a lot of YouTubers will actually use Darcy as a range comparison for range testing because it allows them to actually hit the max range of most weapons and kind of determine how far you can touch people. That may or may not be completely how I figured out how Darcy works. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube is your friend, I swear oh, to God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're oh, professionals. Yeah. But I didn't know about the, the shield, nor did I know about the, um, the icon. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I, I'll admit, all I knew how to read on Darcy was the distance between you and your target. Mm -hmm. That's about it. I didn't know anything about the shield stuff. So it's interesting that Darcy does, in fact, just show you everything. Mm -hmm. Now, if only Darcy was better. It is if you have the catalyst, dude. It is. Yeah, but are you really going to say Darcy beats a sleeper, a 1K, and eyes of tomorrow? No. no. <laughs> like, Darcy's good, but it doesn't, you know, warrant taking up that heavy slot when other things just destroy bosses. Right, right. Now, I mean, so here's one thing about that. Now, where would you suggest he work on the Catalyst? Eh, I would uh, suggest going into strikes for it, personally. Um, mostly that's how I did my Catalyst, but again, I don't use Darcy, so God knows what I would have done with it. No. Um, I completed mine 
while not even knowing I was completing it because it was in my inventory and the progress still counted. Probably a bug back in the day. Probably. But Probably. I completed mine while not even really working on it. Um, but if you use Darcy and you use it enough to warrant it, I say go for it. Yeah. Go into strikes, chill, relax, just grind it out how you can while you're doing the rest of the grinds. But, you know, if you don't use Darcy and you're not that much of a sniper, there's other options. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It just depends on personal preference. If you love the Darcy and you really like that sniper rifle, go for it. 110%. If it's something you love and it's a weapon you enjoy to use, don't even take my word. Do it. 100%. Do it. Do not back down from using a weapon you like and you're willing to put the effort in. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Now, personally, where I'd take it to go do any kind of catalyst is personally is the fastest way, in my opinion, is going and talking to Hawthorne, buying a bunch of raid banners, and going to Shirochi, which is Second Encounter and Last Wish. You can get to the Second Encounter using the Wishing Wall, which you can, I will, if you need help finding that, I can help you out as well if you don't know where you're at going for that. But if you can't, there's also Google. Look up how to get to the Wishing Wall on YouTube. But... There's a certain code you put in the wishing wall. It takes you directly to the second encounter. That's where you place your banner down, get your heavy ammo, and then you proceed to use your sniper. Because ads just, it's just a bunch of fucking thrall. So it's just trash ads. So you can use Darcy to kill trash ads, get the, the catalyst completed. Then once you're done with that, you can move on and do another catalyst if you wanted to, doing the same thing. The only time there's a few catalysts you can't do that with would be uh, anything that says Crucible. That requires you to go to Crucible and get kills. Once you're done with the Darcy like catalyst, all you need to do afterwards is just dismantle Darcy. You've done all you've needed to do. <laughs> you can put it to bed. <laughs> yeah. I uh, shit on that gun too much. But again, like, personal preference, I'm not a sniper. I could not hit the broadside of a barn with snipers. So take my words of a grain of salt. It's personal preference. If you love sniping and you love Darcy, Fucking put a ring on her, commit to that shit, and buckle mm -hmm. down because you're in for a ride. Agreed. Agreed. Now, that's it for that guy for quality. Wow, not quality. Wow, wow, I can't even think of names right now. Genuine Jack. Wow. That was the only question he had asked. <laughs> um, Professionals, we swear to God. Right. Um, quality Rich then replies to it. He says, to add on to Genuine Jack's question about Darcy. Should Bungie move it to the energy slot instead of keeping it yes. heavy? Lord of God, you didn't even need to finish that sentence. And I was like, yes, make Darcy an energy slot. It would stay in my inventory at all times. It would never leave my inventory if it was an energy and not a heavy. I hate oh to say it, though. God. It wouldn't do enough damage. It would. They, the damage would be it reduced on it, though. Then you could pair it up with something else. True. You could run a bad omens, a guillotine, anything to make up for it because that gun is genuinely good as a sniper, but it taking that heavy slot breaks me every time because I just can't warn it. There's so many other damaging items that do better. Even yeah. falling guillotine can out DPS it. Well, you're not wrong. So it's like, eh. But if it was in the energy, it would never leave my inventory. I'd always have a Darcy on me at all times. No fucking joke. It would never leave me. Yeah, Darcy would be the best one for PvE. It would stay there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It, it's just a thought. I just had it. He asked that. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, I don't know. Personally, I, it, it'd be cool if they did, but at the same time, it, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure if they would actually warrant it. 
Tubby Fair. It wouldn't be the weirdest thing we've ever seen in Destiny. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't be at all the weirdest thing. No, no. Bastion and Yoten, man. Bastion and Yoten. Those kind of take the cake on weird. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so we'll, that's about it for those. So that's all the questions. We'll go ahead and move on to the music. I will read Kai's first. Actually, you go ahead and read yours first, why you picked the songs. Now move on to Kai's, then I'll, pick, then I'll show mine. Well, um, I picked two songs that I always end up jamming to while I'm playing Destiny. Uh, Animal and Me by Salinci. I actually found them on accident while going through YouTube Shuffle because I just started clicking on music. I just didn't care. Nice. This song has a nice balance of rock and dubstep for people who like a good balance or and just enjoy banging their head in a nice guitar riff. It's really good for getting the blood pumping if you're in Crucible or Strikes or, you know, just casually out there. Nice. It's just good blood pumper. And Get Scared, Sarcasm, the best way I can sum up that song is, do you want to get angry? Do you want to get really fucking angry? Do you just want that whole blood boiling experience? Listen to this song. It'll get you there. You'll get angry at everything and get a hundred percent ready to do anything you're doing it is metal it is amazing and the guitar is just oh my god yes give me more wow i like my rock music dude like i jam out to fucking rock all the damn time while i'm playing destiny that's probably why my anger is so outrageous when i'm gaming yeah, I get probably. so angry. I get unbelievably angry. <laughs> oh, fuck, I have problems. <laughs> but you um, know what doesn't have problems? Who? These musics, because they're good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard them yet. I, I will, I'll probably listen to them more than likely later tonight. Um, Kai's picks were White Rabbit by Egypt Central and Ghost in the Mist by, is it Lacuna Coil? Or Lasunia? I think so. Lacuna Coil. I don't know. I Names are not my thing. I can't pronounce shit. Okay. Yeah, I can't speak for anything on the Ghost in the Mist song. I've never heard of that band, and I'm probably going to YouTube it later. But I can speak for White Rabbit from Egypt Central. It is a really good song. Is it? It is actually really good. Hmm. It's been it. on my like YouTube for multiple times. It's actually really good. Nice. <laughs> now, me personally, I chose the Pride, the remix version. Um I, the reason why I did the remix version is I feel like it was, it's more of a, the song already felt like a rap. It didn't feel like a heavy metal song. And the remix more took it into more of a rap song. You okay? Yeah, it went down the wrong hole. Okay. God damn it, now get the hiccups. Ah, kill me. I want to die. But, um, no, the remix version, it just felt more like a rap song in that sense. Like it's got that more of that techno techno beat more than it does the the, the, the metallic, the, the, the guitars, the drums, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then this one right here is a brand new one. I've never heard this one before until today. I listened to it. It's actually pretty decent. It feels like a... So it's Bad Company by Five Finger Death Punch, but... They, they did... So it's the, it's... the version is called Bad Company, The... Five Finger Dim Mock Steve Akoi Remix. Do I know what that is? No. Uh, it was on one of the n- latest albums. 
of Five Finger Death Punch, but it, it, I, I want to say it was Bad Company, but it was like a dubstep remix. It was really weird. Really good, though. It was a good song. Was yeah, cool. you picked some really good Five Finger Death Punch songs. Um, they're actually really good. But On their own. I personally prefer the original versions myself. Oh, well, but... don't get me wrong. The originals are always really good, too. But the reason why I suggested the remix for The Pride is because it, the song, the way they sing it, it's definitely not a metal song or a rock song. It's not. It's more of a fast beat techno, techno song style kind of music, you know? So I did the remix version for that reason. Yeah. I mean, they're both really good songs, and I'll probably have to look up those versions. The Bad personally. Company one is new. I've never heard of this one until I accidentally stumbled across this, this album, and I was like, whoa, this album's new because it came out this year, and I looked at it, and I was like, oh, that's a that's a different song. What's this? So I tried it, and it's actually pretty interesting. Not bad. Not my Not my favorite, but it was definitely a good pick. Just because it was something different, it was just different. It's not the same bad company I'm used to. Rockers at heart here. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell we're all rockers at heart. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> all of us except for Kai both picked rock songs. Even I mean, Kai. I like. Rock. Let me say this. I like the bad company version that Five Finger Death Punch does. The original, not my favorite version, but the bad the bad company that Five Finger Death Punch does is amazing. I'm I'm sorry, but. Uh, House of Rising Sun will always have a special place in my heart. Oh, as a that's really, a good song. Really good one. The, the original's not bad, but I feel like the Five Finger Death Punch version is much better. Yeah, that's true. It, it just, this, the song definitely feels more like how it should have felt. Yeah. The original came out. The singer has a... His voice fits the song mm -hmm. better in my It's just he has that gravelly sound, while the original kind of almost sounds country. It does, yeah. I mean, same with, like, uh, Disturbed and The Sound of Silence. The original, not the same. His song, The Sound of Silence, holy crap. Dude, like, I'm not gay, but oh my god. That dude's voice with that song, he's got so much. I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. He's just, he's so Everything. Good. That it's song like, is so good when he sings it. He made it more heartbreaking somehow. Like, mm -hmm. how did you make it sound even sadder? With that fucking voice. This is the same voice that we've heard scream in our face. Mm -hmm. Go from like genuinely making people concerned to making one of the all-time saddest songs in the world sadder. I know it's amazing. I love that song. I dude, that song is one of my favorite play on my plays. Like it, it go. It, I put it in the middle of a, of a of a heavy metal playlist, and when it pick, kicks, then I'm like, oh, dude. Oh, time to slow down. Oh, dude. Take a the biggest about the two songs i suggested is you i can't say you need to be in a specific mindset but you need to be wanting to get your blood rushing you want you need to be in a position where you're wanting to get a lot of go in you because they are both songs that are going to get your blood pumping they're going to be very energetic songs and i also suggest not listening to them extremely loud because you may end up blowing out your Fucking speakers. Yeah, yeah. Really loud. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that's about it for the music. Uh, we'll go ahead and end the show real quick. Uh, so, where can they find you? Where, where, where can the guys that listen to the podcast find you at? Like Twitch, Twitter, whatever, Discord, Xbox, whatever. Uh -huh. 
the only real way to find me is uh, first you go to the local grocery store, you buy something called Viagra and use it to go fuck yourself. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a way to put it. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Anybody who gets that fucking reference from Helsing Ultimate Abridged, I love you. <laughs> but no, um, on Discord, I'm Tana Warrior on you Xbox. Your numbers by chance? Do you know your numbers by chance? Number 6142. 6142. Don't worry. Oh, God, I about just made a really messed up joke, and I resisted it. I resisted it. Um, my Xbox name is TFB Valor. And on, uh, the only other way you can find me is Steam. And, uh, that is Arma Authosaur because Steam is fun. Steam is fun. <laughs> Unlimited name changes. Oh, no. Uh, that was actually the name Steam originally gave me. Oh. was just Authosaur. I just added the Arma part because way back in the Yonder years, I used to play Arma 3. Ah, nice, nice. Old-ass game. Anybody who played that, you're a fucking legend. That game was intense, okay? I bet. That game whole Like, imagine actually being in the military. Yeah, not wrong. This is you'll get. Um, so I just added Arma. Nice, nice. But that's the best way to be able to find me. Awesome. Um, King Kai, you can find him at TFB King Kai, hashtag uh, 8276. That is his Discord number. And his space is between King Kai and TFB. So it's TFB space King T space Kai. Um, then on Xbox, same thing. TFB King Kai. TFB is all caps. And it's space capital K King. You know, it's back capital Yeah. So on. Anywhere else, I don't know where he's found at. If, if anything else. I'll get with him and he can record a little segment and I'll throw it in here um, for us. I'm not exactly sure. So sounding to myself. Um, myself, you can find me on Twitch. I am Truth Live. That's a, uh, a one in seven I and lives. Um, uh, find me on YouTube. Same thing. Truth Lives. If it should be Truth Lives or it should be Truth TFE Truth Lives. Let me find that out real quick. I want to make sure before I start setting people to my channel and not have any actual name. Um, <laughs> information. Uh, yeah, TFE Truth Lives is, on my, is my Twitch, is my YouTube channel. Uh, more than likely, next week it will probably change to Truth Lives. Um, just make it cross board Truth Lives. Um, pretty cool. Um, I, uh, you can find me on Discord as Truth Lives, hashtag 4409, and Xbox. It's TFB, Truth Lives, again, one instead of an I. So, I, I think that's it. But. So, Thank you for having me on, Truth. Oh, it was man. fun talking about uh, Avatar The Last Airbender for yes, almost hours solid. I know. It was beautiful, dude. Was, <laughs> you can't tell me it wasn't fun. You can't tell it me it wasn't fun. It was fun as hell, but oh my god, we went way off script. Now I back know. to my page. No, you're good. Um, we're going to go ahead and end the show here. Um, I'm going to... I mean, I know King Kai wasn't really part of it besides the interview part, but he's always a part of the of the, 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 the this entire podcast, you know. He, he comes on here, he devotes part of his weekend to come on the podcast and, you know, do it with but me and whatnot. So, sorry, what? I said, but we always got to remember, sometimes work can suck winky. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. Um, you know, but uh, this has been Truth Lives, King Kai, and...
Say your name. Say your name. <laughs> I'm the Valor Boy. And we will see you out in the reef. Have a good night, guys.